Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Do your introduction. We'll have a bit of banter and then I'll just be like, yeah, the, um... Special story. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Not Another, because, wait, <laughs> I get this wrong every time, every time. Bloopers real. Welcome to another episode of Not Another Conspiracy Podcast with Mr. Dean Sorter over in Hello. Michigan, Mr. JJ in lovely York, and myself on the southeast coast, South End. On Mr. Street. Ben Mills. Thank you. So Yay! yeah, guys, how are you? How are you, gentlemen? Yeah. Doing all right, doing all right, man. Looking forward to this one. Although it's uh, it's a, a a rather thin story on the surface. I'm looking forward to discussing it. Yeah. And before we discuss it, JJ, I think you have something to say. Ah, I have something to say. Thank you to our boys at OG Socks. Ooh. OGSocks.co.uk. Ah. Sent us over some fast food collection socks. I've got these donut ones and these pizza ones. Is that an avocado? Burger ones. This oh. behind me, that's that's the Death Star. Oh, right. Oh, you mean, right. You mean, you the, mean socks. the socks? Oh, oh right, no. Oh, um, man. Yeah, they sent us those this week. I sent yours all the way to America, Dean. They'll probably Thank you very there, much, sir. Um, when socks are no longer needed because there is no earth to live on to put your feet on. <laughs> um, they've kindly given us a, a code, a discount code, which is NAC. It's NAC. And and it's NAC. A- NAC and it was at 27 or 28 percent 27 20 percent I was pushing the boat out a little bit there but yeah ogsocks.co.uk 20 percent code NAC there you go yeah yeah thanks guys shout that across to my neighbors out through this basement here just so they can get it too they're very cool I gave my pizza socks to my brother-in-law not my brother-in-law to my brother (laughs) (laughs) happy birthday uh, no, uh, I just I just didn't want to be like anything pizza related, just in case. Ah, oh, oh, yeah. ah, ah, I'm gonna, ah, I'm gonna have to uh, pedophiles uh, sub- subconsciously <laughs> of, of, subconsciously avoid the frozen pizza freezer. 
yeah. <laughs> at Walmart yeah. or something as well. Yeah. Don't Sorry, or- I don't, don't do- order a fro- a freezer full of pizzas from Wayfair. From Wayfair. That's it. What a dilemma that would be. <laughs> Before we get f- too far into this, um, for the last week, don't know if it's some sort of weird algorithm, but I'm getting a notification twice a day from Wayfair. They're really trying to push selling shit. Like, I don't really? know if their stocks have just gone down. I just keep getting notification after notification about them. And this There's is all no because kids I, well, in I, there. <laughs> yeah, I know, and that's why I'm not buying anything. <laughs> <laughs> Until this I lie, point, I lie. Did I get a child with every order? <laughs> I still can't believe that bloody harvest book in the background. Like before, like before we head on to Bob Lazar, that just—I'm still thinking about the f- stuff we discussed on the last episode. Like the fact that of using a book in the background called Bloody Harvest and like the 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 harvesting of organs and all sorts. Like, yeah, I, oh, yeah. why is that in I the mean, background? <laughs> just a, just a quick one. If anyone wants to discuss any of these things, because in the last week or so, we've been having these. Fucking crazy discussions on Discord, um, oh, it's and I didn't mad. even realize Discord was a thing until like we started doing this. But yeah. it's insane the amount of people who have been like chipping in and be like, "I know this and this," and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And I'm just like, "It's just mind fuck." But yeah. I don't know the address. If one of you guys want to put it in a link, uh, somewhere. yeah, it randomizes, I think. But we'll put a link. There's always a link in the description below. Yeah, or, yeah, or and. The podcast. Uh, and with with Discord though, like as a tip anyway, Ben, you're able to actually put a non-expiring link. So oh, hopefully, I've done that, but I keep forgetting. Oh, it. Ah, you keep forgetting. It. <laughs> <laughs> keep copying it and then keep making a new one. So yep. there is there there is one. There will be one in the link below. Excellent. Uh, link cool, below. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, this week has been conspiracy overload for me. People have just been coming in. Like I first first time I watched Fall of Cabal. Like, I still haven't finished it yet. Mate, I've not finished it yet. I can't wait till you've watched it so then we can oh. talk about it fully. <laughs> okay. That was my it. first lockdown. That was my first lockdown video. Like right. when we And it was here. when it was it was in parts, so it was like and then they deleted bits and she translated it into like not uh, Dutch and then she had to someone translated it back because like all the English ones being deleted everywhere. So like some guys now put up a full version, right? Yeah, I think oh. on bitch on bitchute. So yeah, it's on YouTube again about... at the moment, but I don't know for how long. But definitely, uh, we'll uh... put the link in there into our Discord for everyone to watch because I think right. that'd be a really cool episode to do after we've kind of got more people involved and watched it because gonna... it's insane. I mean, yeah. it's all and it'll be about like, fourteen hours long. Eighty <laughs> percent, like eighty percent, eighty percent bullshit. I think, but like. If only twenty percent. If twenty percent of that is true, then it's insane. Oh, I like the, I like already that you two are already like completely at different to. ends of the. I have oh. to think it's bullshit because if it's not bullshit, if I think it's real, my head will explode. And my head, <laughs> well, for three I'm days, I kept making, trying to get you guys to talk about it, and you're all busy, and I'm going, "My God, fall like a ball." <laughs> <laughs> But Dean's it's probably asleep, and I'm just in bed trying to fucking forget about it. <laughs> Dean's like, you oh, just imagine like, like a cartoon yeah, version yeah. of us, and Dean's got like all these nice little thought bubbles. I'm and in you bed guys, shivering, you, and you're you just like cracked up on it. Like you guys are all sitting I became in the Alex your house, Jones. Just getting like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a galactic space pedophiles. <laughs> I'm just totally fine. But yeah, I'll make a point of watching it after this, uh, yeah, after recording this episode. You'll need a fucking week off once you've watched yeah. that. You <laughs> won't want to leave. Yeah. leave the house. I'm gonna watch it again and see if I don't. <laughs> see what happens. I 
Halloween. What are you doing? What are you doing tonight? Oh, he's a madman. He's watching Fall of Kabul again. Again. He's again. like, well, I don't want any more drugs. Give me another one. My I want it. Watched it. That's what what got me onto it because I'd never like you'd mentioned it a long time ago, JJ. But my brother was like, you have to watch this video. It's called something Kabul. I'm like, okay. He's like, no, you have to watch it. And then I text you and you went, yeah, here, here are the links. It's <laughs> there. Go watch it. But he's like, going, they drink blood. They commit, they make, they get them so scared and then they drink their blood. I'm like, oh God, I'm going to watch it. And then I watched no, it. No, stop was, spoiling this. Stop yeah. spoiling this, please. That's, <laughs> that's not the first five minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just butts that under the table. She's just like, and they drink people's blood? Her voice is, is fucking this annoying. Normal? Like, <laughs> they think this is normal. Drinking people's oh. blood? They think this is normal? It's just like it's like Could the red... world be run by reptiles? It's that you remember She in... sounds like she's just about to spill loads of drinks. <laughs> <laughs> remember in Anchorman when uh, they accidentally put a question mark in there and he goes Oh that's it, he's gonna read it. Like <laughs> She like she's written question mark at the end of every live person. <laughs> They're drinking blood. Um, <laughs> anyway, so anyway, anyway, anyway. Subject in hand. Moving on to uh, Mr. Robert Scott Lazar. What does everyone know about Robert Scott Lazar before we start uh, and get into it? I I know a fair amount. I used to, I would I would have said I know a decent amount. Like, but now in 2020 everything's gone ufo crazy there's a lot of stuff in the past that has come up in a lot of the research well the research we've been trying to do with bob lazar so i i, I kind of know a, an okay amount at the moment compared to what i felt like i knew when i don't know the internet first come out and obviously you're searching absolutely everything possible oh area 51 oh bob lazar but yeah, I'd say I know a, a fair amount at the moment. I thought I knew more, but I don't. I, I'm learning, learning so much more stuff. I feel, while whilst we were discussing all this, I feel that everything you need to know about Bob Lazar is quite sort of, it's it's all there because it's been such a story for like maybe why, 20, 30 yeah, years. That's why I said it's like think, a thin story. Yeah, yeah you, you think you need to know more about the guy, and I think this is. What we were discussing, I think this is why it's such an intrigue because he's such a likable guy. Mm -hmm. He's got like, I mean, we'll explain to people who don't know anything about him in a bit, but like, he's such a nice guy. He has no kind of, he's got a bit of a dark past, I guess. I mean, he's got right. a bit of a connection with uh, women of the night and uh, whatnot. What? And he, you know, it, it, but I mean, like, he's, he, it, he lives near Vegas, like. Well, he built a website for him, and then I think he was like, "Oh, I really these girls are really nice to me. I think <laughs> I'll, you know, buy them a house where they can do their dirty wares in." Um, <laughs> Love grass. You know, I think it, and it's just like he seems like to me. He just seems like one of those fucking like proper nerds who you went to school with, who just gets along with everybody, kind of floats through life, not yeah, really being yeah. known for anything. But then one day he creates a fucking rocket bike, and everyone in the streets going. That's a cool rocket bike. Don't know why they're from Australia, but <laughs> it, it went so fast. He went to Australia and back, and he broke. He broke the. He broke the sort of time space oh, continuum. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, I'm on the sort of side of I like him. I yes. think he's he's had a bad rap, and I think a lot of things 
where anything is concerned with these kind of conspiracies, they always find the dark parts about you and then immediately just go, well, he's an all right guy, but he said this about 20 years ago, which makes him a fucking weirdo. Yeah, right. Very, much, very much like the whole pedophile thing that's going on yeah, at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, he's a nice guy, but he has sex with kids, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but Bob Lazar didn't but, have sex with kids. <laughs> no, let's just... Uh, I mean, he looks like he would have sex with kids. Right. Like, but that's fine. You, you, you wouldn't let him nay He's kids. like... He comes across to me like the nerdy kid at school that played video games, but also listened to punk rock. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, probably like, really oh, like us three. <laughs> yeah, he had a really good record collection. Yeah, really good record yeah. collection. And he probably started a little record label at some point as well. He was an indie probably. promoter, but like an absolute nerd. Yeah, yeah. I get him. Yeah. He's a likable dude. Absolutely. He's a likable um, dude. His story hasn't changed. He's never embellished. He's never been looking for. He's not really been looking for money, like from no, what I no. gather. But he's obviously made some money from it. From yeah, like, right. Of course, yes. Otherwise, I don't. So we'll get. We'll, I think we should go into the the. I mean, where before we start, where does everyone stand on him, like at the moment? Because I up until we dis discussed we were doing Bob Lazar, I was a hundred percent. I I'm on Bob. I'm Team Bob. <laughs> <Team But up. laughs> since, since because we were saying that there was so little about him that was like you know weird or different i started researching alternative views of bob lazar and i found out a lot of stuff afterwards about bob lazar where i was like uh, you see that's that's one of the so that's one of the things where people say that he didn't make he hasn't made money from it right but if you, I don't know if his website's still there. I haven't had time to check today because I listened to this podcast today. Mm. Um, they do, in the end, say that he did have a website <laughs> selling models of the aircraft that he drew and he yeah. sold T-shirts with the aircraft he drew on and stuff like this. But he, we yeah, can he, go he into that later, sold, I guess. He sold, from what I remember seeing on one of these things, he'd sold his designs to a model making company but quite a big one so yes the one ufo model you could buy in the states to build like airfix model the american version of airfix models was his design and he had he got a percentage of him so he was making hand over fist on that because they sold like so he was money. so he was making money i think that was the yeah. that was one thing i learned about him and yes. then but i mean we can go into that later well, that I think, could be because that's right, right someone yeah, going yeah. can we have your design like we'll pay you for your design and he's not stupid he's gone yeah you give me a percentage of every sale he's putting right you know is that an art is that an afterthought or was that was money the main game but i just can't i can't see I how also, he was expected to make money from it i uh, also yeah. think like if you'd have like i say it's hard to speak about it now without letting everyone know like the background of him but i think if you'd gone through that much shit in your life you'd be like Fuck! Yeah. I want to make some money out of this. Right. Like I've yeah. been doing it twenty five. I've been doing it twenty five years, and I've so, had all these things happen to me, which we will talk about. But yeah, you'd just be like, "Fuck! I want to make some money out of it. Like I yeah, want to yeah. build some more fucking bombs or whatever, and make some more <laughs> rocket skateboards. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go to Australia again. <laughs> so right. I'm. You gonna I tell was, the story? Uh, pardon? Tell the story of Bob Lazar. What oh, happened? Why, mate? Like, uh, okay, so... Okay. I love how it always gets on Dean, right? I'll I'll, I'll, um, I know everything! And like... Well, what I'll, what I'll just quickly explain as well is after doing the, 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 the research with, with the time frame that I had to do so, uh, before I was absolutely Team Bob. I would say I do lean more toward Bob than anything else, but learning a few... Uh, 
hearing some uh, rebuttals from other sources and stuff with regards to his past and other things here and there, it kind of made me take one foot out of Team Bob, if you know what I mean. I sat there, I was just like, hmm, okay, that's that's a bit it's a bit naughty that like and this doesn't connect with that too well or saying again we'll get to those things but with the um yeah with with the rebuttals that i'm hearing it there is a lot of stuff that makes you sit there and go oh so he is a bit of a naughty fella like like yeah yeah so but nothing I, too wild i think no, that's the no, thing like this is why i'm like i'm with him because he's just that He's kind of that guy who just always just blended just in and was like, and he's not interesting. And then this is in my mind what makes it up about makes things up for me in the end. Yes, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is always just that middle of the middle of middle the, of the road guy, guy. middle yeah. of the road guy, and it's just like totally understand that. One day you get that thing in your brain where you're just like, I just, I just wish I was noticed. I wish yes. I was big. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Tom Hanks comes in. Yeah, he just has a like this wavy dream like from Wayne's yeah. world and he's got a guy do, with a big cigar do. going you're going to be big kid real big yeah, <laughs> yeah but, like so yeah Pink Floyd song I'd say I'm 75% team Bob really is the way to put it so um so when it comes now this is like Bob Lazar if, if you're a conspiracy fan and you don't know who Bob Lazar is like you need to go back to conspiracy school 101 I feel like I feel like he's all I feel <laughs> like he's almost first, yeah. Sorry? It's the first kind of... It's the first, like... He's the original UFO story, really, isn't it? Right, Apart from, like, right, exactly. Betty and, so... Betty and Barney Hill and that. Right. That is the yes. first... I've seen it in a US naval base. Yeah, and dive. and the first person to sort of drop the bomb of uh, there being some secret, like, military base in the middle of the desert, like all the movies yeah. make it look like. like. But there so was, he was probably the first person who coined whistleblower, right? I think he was... Probably one of the first people who was considered Probably, a, yeah. a government a, whistleblower. Yeah. Where it was it used was... in a very broad manner, yeah. like, or in a mainstream manner. Yeah. So um I'll try and I'll try and rehash what I know of uh Bob Lazar. So he was born I've got a few little notes here. He was born in uh, uh nineteen fifty nine on the twenty sixth of January. Uh he grew up in New York, he graduated from West Trespa clark high school in 1976 he's infamous also for um building a jet engine and attaching it to his bike as well as um a jet powered honda civic uh, and traveling and was... around the world to australia <laughs> yeah, exactly. it went that when that fast it took off <laughs> so the story goes that this well-educated um uh i guess uh out thinking outside of the box kind of physicist uh broke the news or uh the secret that there was a uh u.s um military base in the middle of nevada desert and that they w were housing spacecraft nine in total and that he had worked in a part part of the complex uh a an area called s4 and that he was tasked with reverse engineering a gravitational reactor that um, they believed powered one of these spacecraft that the US military held in Area 51. It was his job uh, to reverse engineer this uh, reactor. Along with Barry. 
Don't Along forget with Barry. ah yes, he had he had his uh, token <laughs> token uh, science lab partner Barry. Like could that guy, because everybody everybody knows a Barry like they know a Dave. You know, Barry's just shaking his fist like if only I was Bob Lazar. If only I had a, <laughs> spoke spoke out a line. Barry's oh. still working there. <laughs> Barry's just like fucking element one one five. All his skin's falling off from the radioactivity. <laughs> into yeah. an yeah. <laughs> so. So, um, Bob, uh, yeah, this Bob Lazar breaks the news that the, this military base is holding uh, alien spacecraft or, or, or technology that's not of this world and that these things exist and that he thinks he might have seen an alien and, uh, yeah, broke it to the, um, broke it to the world in, I believe it was 1989, I, I think he came forward. Yeah. Uh, through a reporter named um, George Knapp, who was a very, I, I guess, well-respected, and still is, uh, a very well-respected journalist in, like, the Nevada area or the Las Vegas area. Uh, Bob Lazar went to television um, uh, unidentified. Uh, he was... Um, he was blackfaced almost because he's a shadow, like in the uh, in the video confession yeah, on the news now. or whatnot. And yeah, let's cancel him uh, immediately. <laughs> he um he then just uh, just a quick just a quick interruption. Sure. Um, if if we can, if I don't know if we'll be able to find it, but if you could put a link to that straight away, <laughs> because if anybody knew Bob Lazar, he'd just be like, "That's a silhouette of my friend Bob Lazar who exactly who works. yes, it's it's just like." He's literally got like two square fucking shadows on his Dennis. eyes. And this he's, is Dennis. He just That's looks not like Dennis. Bob. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say. He's that... fucking sat in the back of a van with a bright white light exactly against his silhouette. So his silhouette is perfect. And he's just like, and there was say uh, three UFOs, and I saw another six. This is not Bob. This is not Bob Lazar speaking. They're all, this in, is they're, all in the they're all in the cafeteria at Area 51, and they're like, no wonder Bob ain't in work. They've all had like some sort of fire, fire. Uh, what do you call them? Like a uh, training drill. Like where the fuck Bob gone? Seeing <laughs> <laughs> so the news when they get back. And so from from there on, after this uh, confession on television, life Bob's life just goes from like, well, I, I guess okay at that point to worse because. So, so we, we, I guess, if if we, with regards to this story that we've just said, the basics on who Bob Lazar is, uh, I think it is important to go, uh, I guess, to his past on what he tells us uh, is his past life because it's very, uh, it's very well thin, as I mentioned mm. earlier on in the podcast. How well. Uh, a lot of people that debunk him or try to d disprove his um, his his words are because that his past is really murky, really yeah, really murky. Or yeah, or just completely deleted by the government. Mm. I think maybe. I think one of the first one of the first approaches we should I think as this is a conspiracy podcast sure. or not another one we should approach it from the conspiracy standpoint, like what Ben just said there about how the government have basically cancelled his background. So yes. that is the that is the thing you do. It's the same as any of your friends. If they do loads of fucking nice stuff, they do one bad thing and then you always go, I always knew he had a bad side to him, right. that Bob Lazar. So he, for one, 
there, I, I can't remember, and I because it, it gets so again murky. Are they tr- they're now trying to say the pe- the government are trying to say that he never worked there, right? Yeah, that was yeah. the immediate. Yeah. So that is the immediate cancel, which then goes into his past. I think because if you immediately say you know something about somewhere that's dodgy, and they go, uh, he, he never worked here. They, yeah. But exactly, they said that, and then every and then Los Alamos, which is the place he worked at before, where he got recruited from, yep. they said, oh. No, he never worked here. Eventually, like they were saying, yeah, oh yeah, he worked here, and then they never, he could never prove it. But they were, no, he never worked. And never worked here. They found him in the blooming corner. <laughs> yeah, like, Robert found him in the it's like the one place they didn't delete him from. They actually found that he worked there. So it, that's and they said that they were didn't they say him. something along the lines of that he was a potential. They said he was a potential. We were going to do an interview, or we did an interview, and we realised that we didn't want him. That's why he was on the call log. And then they tried to. They went through all the other call log, and everyone else who was on that call log had worked there. Yeah, no. It so was this like a one, this one, and it was a yeah, of the, like of, the yellow pages, wasn't it? It's like the yellow yeah. pages, of, but of that yeah, place. of the so, of the place. Why was he on there? So yeah, exactly. Because that that's what one of the people said. They said that he was he was a potential to work there, like as if some guy just went. I know this guy who builds rockets and puts them on bikes. I reckon he'd be real good fixing these, <laughs> yeah. fixing these flying Get Bob in here, be able to do that. <laughs> Bob got him, not Bob, what's his name? The other the guy, guy you were talking Barry. about. Barry. Barry got him the job. Barry's like, I fucking got him that bastard job and he didn't even give me a fucking heads up. Didn't even so, give me a nod, did he? So we'll go back to, obviously, I guess the early parts that... Um, focus on Bob's education as well as like what he tells us his past is so he um, in 19 no sorry in 1976 he continued his education uh, after leaving um, New York and graduating from Tresper Clark High School he got a master's degree in physics in Massachusetts Institute of Technology which is obviously the world famous MIT one of like if you're if your brain is huge you're probably going to there if you're in the United States. Or now, if your glasses are huge. Yeah, yeah, all that. So speaking of like a master's degree in physics, like that sounds like, like that's beyond impressive. And this is where I got to a point of sitting there and saying like, oh, I don't know, like how my, my grumble is, I don't understand. How would you sort of lose evidence of a master's degree in physics well, at MIT. What he says is that he was he was doing a like a what is it like a covert degree? That makes sense. Like he's he's his thing was off the. Under he was the doing radar. night school basically. Yeah, no, it was like an under the radar <laughs> degree. Like his thesis was on something that was eventually going to go into something, and it was all really. Like, yeah, so there's there is um there's quite a few things that you so I I to a paleontologist and she when she discovers new things she has to like do them an, under like a not a like a pen name but she has to speak to her professor first or right. did have to speak to her professor and then she gets the permission to do it because it's not proven but then they they're liable there to if you do it all mm. and then they pass you and then the the theory gets proven wrong. Yeah, they're li- they're liable to it, so they have to kind of somebody above you has to be like, yes, this is technology that probably or something will happen in the next right. x amount of years. So I think that's what he was doing. So he was 
he was what he was writing a, a thesis or a as we would know like a dissertation i guess on right. something that was kind of uh, fringe science, I guess. Yeah, okay. So something like, something that's not pseudoscience at the moment. Yeah, so it's thing. it's yeah. it's nearly there, but they haven't. The guys in the big wigs haven't gone. You can do this now. It's kind right, of like okay, yeah. So yes, that's. I think that was what was the crap. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, so that where did I? With the research I've done, I must have totally missed that. And that that's sounds in, like a um, very plausible. Sorry. That's in the film. The Bob oh, and the uh, Jeremy Corbell one. Right. This is. Hold it for a second. Yeah. Jeremy Corbell is the most annoying man on the planet. Carry yep. on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, He's the Macaulay yeah. Culkin of UFO searching. So, He's well, the yeah. Prince Andrew of UFO searching. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> no, I've watched two podca- three podcasts today with him on Rogan, and he is so annoying. Like, like, he's, oh. he's, like, really bad at going, I've seen it, and Joe go, Got to show me, and he goes, "Oh, I've just got to find it on my." It's in my film. It's in my film. It's in my film. Yeah, it's in my film. Yeah. It goes, yeah, but we want to see it now. Like where? Right. Yeah, but you have to. You have to buy it on Amazon Prime. It's uh, three pound ninety nine. <laughs> it's in my film. But yeah. did you not notice, like, without going too far again? But did you not notice how the first Joe Rogan one with Jeremy Corbell, Joe Rogan had that kind of like, "Fuck Stand you, up. man! I, I'm yeah. fucking. I know your fucking game." And then. On the last one, he was just like, "Thank you so much for like bringing all this stuff forward." They yeah. must chat about shit like. Well, he I mean, that, brought on that colonel guy, didn't he? That saw the Tic Tac. Fravor. Yeah, yeah Fravor. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Arthur Fravor, Rogan's gone. Oh, maybe this guy ain't full of shit because with Bob, he thought Jeremy was full of shit, and yeah. he did, and but then he didn't think Bob was full of shit. But I think Bob came across quite bad on that podcast. You do? Yeah. Oh, I've got see, I, I, grade, I can't remember. Oh. It's like the it's Prince that, Andrew. Would, it was like the you, Prince Andrew. Yeah, I don't how are you on that podcast with a migraine? <laughs> if I was in that room with those lights and I had a migraine, I would go. I would be off. I, like, oh, I can't do it. You have to come. The, the argument. The argument was that he was. Um, he's been talking about it for thirty fucking years, and he's just like, he, he probably doesn't even know who fucking Joe Rogan is. He's probably high. Yeah. I mean, you he see loose, it on the well. He very much loosened up towards the end of the podcast, though, because um, they had they so much fucking them, whiskey they? in them, I think. <laughs> yeah. But, it was... Um, yeah, we, sorry, keep, sorry. We, keep going, we keep going well west, don't we? No, I know. So, <laughs> We're just so excited about it. <laughs> Aliens! So it makes, it makes sense for what... <laughs> JJ was explaining that he was getting a master's degree at MIT in physics, uh, kind of like an under-the-radar, and... Like you said, JJ, to hear actually someone that kind of has a parallel example of what could have been done or yeah. how he did, that's quite interesting to me. So that's already well, ticked something off of my box. Just, just to, just to actually t- like speak about how that system works as well. Um, I'm not going to say a name, but she, um, she's every time I tattoo her, she always talks about how high, she, not how high she is up in, but she's kind of the UK's sort of real serious paleontologist gotcha like, yes yeah you yeah, know yeah. and it, it's quite a male driven system yes and basically yeah. what happened is she spoke to this guy this professor about something she discovered mm-hmm. she did a thingy uh did a writing about it and then the guy basically um plagiarized her thing and claimed it was his because she discovered she basically discovered a new uh species of shark which oh. if she if she's watching um 
She'll know who she is. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. She, she, just as a little nod, she is naming the shark after Mike Patton from Faith No More. Wow. Um, yeah, which is cool what? as fuck. But Patton shark. Um, well, no, no she's naming it's it like Mike something. The shark. <laughs> <laughs> she's naming it after uh, something. What was his first band called? That fucking weird one. Oh, Mr. Bungle. Um, Mr. Bungle. Yeah, she's naming it after because she's obsessed <laughs> with it. Mr. But, the Shark. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Mi- the shark. <laughs> Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike the Shark. Um, but yeah, just just to kind of like how that how that system works, it can. It's one of them things. Like obviously, imagine if um, I forgot his fucking name, Bob Lazar. He was writing all this stuff, this crazy ideas, and this guy went, "Well, do you know what'd be easier? I take his ideas, and then I just completely cancel that guy." That's just a theory. That's just a wild theory. But right. you know, so basically, they say that you for you to go through that system. Your thesis or your dissertation should be in an archive, and it's the same. Like my dissertation is still in the Northumbria archive, even though, right. even though my course doesn't exist anymore. Mm. But if you go through the system, it's always in an archive of dissertations. They've got like thousands and thousands of like, well, probably millions of documentations of people's right. theses. Yeah. So the argument is that if so people are saying that he didn't ever go there. Are saying well, right, he didn't have a dissertation, so he didn't. He either was there and didn't complete it, or mm. he was there and left, or whatever. Yes. Yeah. So that was just like a, an insight into that system. So whether it's yeah. different in America, I don't know. But right, that's right. But definitely it, one of the grey areas for me is his education thing. Like either he was deleted for, by the government, or he's bullshitting. There's not yeah. really any grey area there, is there? He's either he's bullshitting. Because he says that he was in a like a, a black ops course, basically a black ops university course, like right, yeah, just a kind of like a hurry through sort of thing. Yeah, and he goes, but then he goes like, how would I have got my job at Los Alamos if I mm. if I wasn't a physicist? Right, yeah, and if he didn't like, have didn't, unless that... they got him straight out of high school, and he said they didn't. Right, right, exactly, because. Um... Going on to that, yeah, he worked at Los Alamos National Laboratory, and that was uh, originally uh, part of the Manhattan Project as well. Yeah, it's, uh, right, lab. it's one of the biggest labs in the US. Right, and it's responsible for creating the bombs that took out uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And that, I, yeah, uh, allegedly wasn't that at first. They were like, we don't, we're, no, he's never worked for us. We've got nothing of evidence of him working here or it's a load of shit that but there was a Bob Lazar. And isn't isn't it there that they discovered his name or George Knapp, sorry, discovered his name in the phone book? It, was yeah, that, that is it? it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like that seems it it seems like they they're they're incredibly like well regarded like um laboratory oh, sorry, like a, a university or a college and then like a laboratory. Like if you're going yeah. to sit there and make up a story, uh, I feel like that's like a huge, a huge, huge take, like to begin with. And then that they sit there and say, oh, no, he, he, he never worked in that's a load of shit. And granted, Bob, too, doesn't have any evidence to prove that he worked there. But they found him in the fucking phone book. But what another yeah. like grey area with that with me was I did hear or I did read that apparently the phone book i think you've got different information on this uh ben but apparently the phone book included um names of people not necessarily employed by the navy at los alamos 
but through an agency? Yeah, of some he, sort? He, yeah. Said he admits to be work, working for an agency. Right. Okay. So, that, so that's what that's what I was talking about there. They were saying that it, on the on the documentary that I listened to, the podcast that I listened to, said that he could have potentially have been like not a backup, but like somebody you know, a nuclear guy. Imagine you know you're working with fucking nuclear chemicals. Right. Your guy exactly, melts. Yeah. Your, your guy goes to work one day. He melts, <laughs> and you're like, shit. Who do we fucking get now? Like, you know, he's, he's, where's where's he's, Robert? I oh, he's he melted. He's there. And he's like, oh, call shit. Homer Simpson. No, he's fucking. He's got it as well. He's turned yellow. Fucking. Who else do we ring? Oh, Rick <laughs> no, Sanchez. No, he doesn't want to fucking hear from you. <laughs> yeah. So I. So that's what I heard. He was like, kind of like on a on a list of people that were gonna. Yeah, like a ten. Gonna, put, and yeah, uh, could right. potentially work. Okay, so then for Lost... He's a substitute uh, physicist, but he'd show up and he'd just wheel a TV into the lab. (laughs) (laughs) The days he was in. (laughs) So that's... Now that, if you ask me, when that comes to, like, trying to eradicate someone, like, through the government or needing to do so... um, That does, in fact, sound like something that the government would sit there and be like... Oh shit! We we definitely forgot about that. Like, yeah, uh, I think we're all on the side to agreeing that at some point the government can have the power to try and make your past disappear. Um, I find it hilarious that, well, not so much hilarious, but in the sense of that, I disbelieve it. I it it sounds plausible that they would have forgotten a phone book in circulation that within all of those pages might possibly contain or yeah. they forgot that it would contain I think the lack Robert of Lazar's. evidence is kind of damning to them because it's like right. the, the, this one thing they didn't get rid of Rather right than, exactly like him being in that one thing is enough for me to say well he could probably work there whereas yeah, if there was like none and he was just like well they've deleted me then you're like mm, maybe not but right. that one and it's, thing it's, it's not like it's a rare name either is it right Lazar, exactly like, yeah there, there was no, if you looked on the image that they showed, there was no other Lazar. And I think the two surnames that were under and above him, like they both had like doubles or at least triples with them. Yeah. And yeah. so like, it's not like, oh, so this Robert Lazar just d- never, nope, never been here before. Well, fucking, who is this one Robert Lazar then? Like, who is, who's this guy? Yeah. Oh, him. Ah. Oh, Robert we, Lazar. Was, uh, Sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh, we must have spelled it wrong. Um, <laughs> the, the one thing I, I... Yeah, well, that's what we were saying before, wasn't it? Like, it should have been called Bob Laser. And then no one would have fucking believed him. He's no, right. like, hi, I'm, I'm Bob Laser. Of course. Figure skating champion of the world. <laughs> um, Sorry, JK, go on. One of the weird things about it, well, like, what I was thinking was that the... Like, the concept that they're kind of... I've, I've, Completely forgot what I was about to say then, but <laughs> that if if they were going to get rid of everything, and like you say, that small file, like they probably shouldn't be keeping massive stacks of information in a high classified place. And if they did, why would they give them to that fucking guy? What uh, what was his name? George, George Knapp. Knapp. Yeah. Like it's it's classified. Like yeah. it's why, why would why would they have even let him have it? So right. this is part. This is part of the thing for me. Like, 
it was quite easy for them to delete any kind of bold information about him. Yeah. But that fucking phone book, why did they give it to George Knapp? Because you know the whole Richard Doty thing. I'm just like, Richard was that just put uh, the the disinformant guy for the UFOs? <sighs> yes, yes, yeah. Sorry, right, yeah. Why? Why did they let? So, like, going back onto the Fravor thing. Like, it's the same as people go, oh, well, he's obviously had too much G-force around his fucking brain. I'm just like, yeah, but you commended him for years and years and years after that. So you basically acknowledged that he was a fucking amazing fighter pilot and blah, right, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, and as soon as, as soon as he says anything that's against the grain, yeah, I think he's a bit mental. Yeah, and I it's the kind just... of same thing as Bob Lazar. Like, they probably were just like thinking about it for ages and then they were just like, oh, Bob Lazar's, you know, like he's doing... Re-. And then he was like, I can't let people not find out about this. But this is what I mean. It was completely classified, right? So even because is it true that those guys used to they used to have to fly into the base, right? Yeah, so they've got okay. flight logs and, and yes, whatnot. yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it would be a, and, a coach would take them to Las Vegas the, Airport. I'm sure. And then that, yeah, I'm sure that it, no, someone so, witnessed him. Someone, from, yeah. So someone had witnessed. This is him. what I was just about to say. There's only one person, I think, one person that ever, ever admitted, and it was. Oh yeah, I saw Bob Lazar on that plane, and that's it. But they won't testify. Yeah. They'll just oh, say it, that yes. It, yeah. No one will. Yeah, because they probably fucking weren't there, well, and they're yeah. probably they're probably under classification. So they're and like, that... yeah, I saw Bob Lazar, and, that and that's makes... the thing. Sorry, JJ, go on. It, it oh no, sense. sorry, we got a bit of lag again. So it's no, just like... it makes it makes sense as well as a lot of people sit there and they say to him, "Well, where are his friends from MIT and blah blah blah?" Like uh, all these, like he had no friends. He definitely like, had no friends. These full pictures of like da da da, and I was just I sat there and I thought to myself, I was like, my dad barely remembers any names of people he went to school with, like, and he yeah. was born just a few years before Bob Lazar and. And as well, they'll sit there and be like, well, why don't he contact his friends in the past? I don't think, like, those... Yeah. Well, you remember what it was like with Facebook. It's like Like, the fucking... The rugby jock fucking dickhead wants to add you as a friend. You're like, fuck that guy. I don't want to fucking be friends with him. Right. And he was a a nerd, so he was probably bullied to the high heavens. Right, and that's like... If, and, and as well, I heard the argument in people because there was, uh, a, a, um, I can't remember, Tom Mahood, I think his name was, is a guy that tries to debunk Bob Lazar a lot or something like that. Yeah. To me, I was just, he, he in a podcast that I'd listened to, it was saying that like, so the simple evidence is where are, where are all of his friends from the past? And I sat there and think in that, in that era at MIT, like no one's going to, keeping contact with each other and as well he was uh, i missed out that he got a master's in electronic technology at uh cit um california institute of technology like you're not gonna fall you, you just those sort of people don't kind of make friendships i feel like i don't know anyone from school still i i know i know like probably three people like uh I just, it's, it's also like as well, like, if that, where did you say MIT was? Uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Which is uh, the other side. It's like north East of East New Coast, York, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a guy who's spent a college time on the East Coast and then gone to the West Coast. Yeah, and I mean, the, the, again, without going, like, into that, like, I feel like I'm being, like, nerdist. But, <laughs> like, people like that go to university to fucking learn. Study. 
Like, yeah, they, I went to university. I think I went in like one day a week for fucking three <laughs> years. I mean, that's why I'm exactly. thick. That's why I'm thick as fuck doing a conspiracy podcast about an intelligent guy. Like that's <laughs> that's basically how it is. But I didn't go. So yeah, you. No, well, you. So, yeah. Well, you're more intelligent than I am, then, because I fucking well, I, I'm still in debt I'm, to those cunts. And that's what I'm that saying up. that those sort of people don't go to university to make friends. They're there to study. Like yeah, they uh, and then they go over to the west coast hundreds of thousands of miles away from all these friends that they've met like i just think yeah. that with regards to, to still uh in the topic of saying that his history and his past is all a bit murky the, the the rebuttals that i heard of oh where's all his friends or why don't his friends come forward one that example that we've just given doesn't f those people aren't there to get friends they're there mm. to study so that's just like bullshit to me yeah and secondly if he did in fact have a few handful of friends that i'm pretty sure that they would be kind of within the same sort of hobbies and interests and physical length, sort of like mm. and, and like be very similar to each other and if they've seen shit that's happened to bob after he obviously came came out and exposed the fact that there's area 51 there and stuff do you really think that they're gonna sit there and be like yeah he's like He's talking. He ain't talking shit. Like I've done this with him, and blah blah no. blah. Like after Maybe... he's being hassled by the government and tapped into his phones and shot at on the highway. Like, do you think they're just going to come forward and be like, "Yeah, uh, I'm friends with that Mr. Bubblejar"? <laughs> like, Maybe he was that shit at university. Maybe his friends are the ones who built the spaceships that he's uh, backward engineering. <laughs> and he just they're all just like, on yet. fuck you, Bob. I told you you should have studied instead of doing drugs. <laughs> and no, but they've, they've worked with that much radiation. They've shrunk into little green men. That he apparently, you know, <laughs> and the we'll get entire, on to that. But... The whole entire world is in on the story. And it's <laughs> yeah. just one guy who's just like, Bob still ain't got it. It's been 32 uh, years. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But, um, but what? But, but going back to Los Alamos as well. Do you guys know Harry essentially got the job? Are you guys aware of how he got he into got, Los Alamos? Um, I think well, he was just hired out of university for Los Alamos. Well, Barry. It, well, well um, oh, oh no, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'm you mean S four? S four. I, so I apologise. He got it through an agency, right? And they think he thinks that. He got it because they saw him in the paper with his jet bike. Right, yeah. And they were like, so, they need an outside-of-the-box thinker. That's the only yes. way Because he, he doesn't believe that he should have got that job. Right. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, exactly. So, in 1982, the uh, I'm going to read this correctly. Alamogordo Daily News, as Ben just mentioned, ran a front-page story uh, that had Bob Lazar on the front uh, because he had managed to put a jet engine inside his honda civic and i imagine <laughs> when you're in the desert in in like that area i don't think you see very many interesting things so i think for someone to be able to do that uh is like <laughs> highly reputable i don't think you'd forget that guy like what too quickly right exactly so anyway um a day later the physicist edward teller uh he created the h-bomb the hydrogen bomb basically he was giving a speech at los alamos and uh bob was at the event and he noticed that edward teller was outside and he had that local uh newspaper in his hand and bob went up to him introduced to himself oh well, i'm the the, uh, the honda civic rocket guy there um and got talking with him and ended up like kind of 
I don't know, striking up a little bit of a friendship because um, uh, I think towards the end of uh, 1982 or around that area, um, he that's when he got his master's in um, electronic technology at the California Institute of Technology. After that, he moved to Las Vegas and he started sending out like CVs to like local laboratories and national labor laboratories and stuff. But he sent a CV to Edward Teller and Edward Teller then told him to contact EG&G, who were a contract, uh, uh, sorry, a defense contractor for Area 51 or that complex in S4. So essentially he got the job from a, an incredibly reputable guy like I, I, he's dead now, but he he admitted all of this when the guy was still alive. Like the guy that invented oh, so the H bomb. He so Edward Teller did admit that. Well, I, I, I'm 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 not sure, but he Bob spoke about this when Edward Teller was still alive. And this is the issue with those kind of guys. Like at the time. Edward Teller was probably like, yeah, I did, I did meet him. I got him a job and blah, blah, blah. But now he's dead. Like, it, it wasn't on Google, is it? It's not like, oh, I, I was there. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. So, like, that's quite a quite sort of... Uh, people talk about, like, oh, he should never have been able to have gotten a job at S4 because he couldn't prove his MIT degree and stuff like that. But, yeah, it was... It was that... Uh, that piece of information in saying, well, Edward Teller put me towards G&G... Um, e uh, sorry, EG&G... E -G &G. The defence contracting, if they come in and like, oh, fucking Edward Teller just recommended this dude. You know, yeah, right? exactly. Who's, and you would immediately he should be classified. Like, right. if you've got you've you've got a guy who's like built a fucking bomb that can take out a very large area, mm. like, you, everyone around that guy would have been classified. Like, right. you know, or, or to an extent, he would have been told that he can't tell because it's homeland security, isn't it? Like, yes. you can't, you know, you. Because then it's essentially that because in America it's all about protecting America, isn't it? This yes, is, I think, yeah. one of the major things. It's all to do with homeland security. Mm. This is why every, everyone with UFOs at the moment is like, we're not saying it's aliens, but it could but be aliens. the Chinese or Russian, right? Exactly. Which, yeah. Which, yeah. which are aliens to us, like, and that and that's the big issue, I think. Yeah. And this is kind of where like. And this, Bob Lazar, apart from that one slip he made about seeing what he thought could have been an alien, which he never really said it. No, he, he just didn't, said it was, no. might have been a, a dummy. Obviously, we'll go into this, but... Yes, yes. It, so apart from that, everything that he said is kind of pretty legit. Like, yeah. it's, you know, it's not, like you said, it's not too far out there. It's not really it's all, fucking, a lot of it's, yeah, like, a lot of, a lot a of it's, it's not, like, wild, well. is it? No. A lot of it's come true. Yeah, a lot of it has come true. Like the element one one five was not anyone. No one had ever heard of it, and then suddenly they synthesized uh, element one one five in two thousand thirteen, I believe. So yeah, like, I think it was so, still yeah. like ten year, twenty years later. Yeah, he's been getting oh. things right all along. Yeah, um, and and there, and there was and no one knew about S four or Area fifty one before. Right, um, that that too. He got because he was he was calling out that there was going to be flight the flight logs, uh, the flights of the spacecraft on Wednesday night. Every Wednesday yeah, night they go up there. Yeah, yeah. Dean's so frozen. so yeah. As we were saying, it like a lot of his although his history is murky, as you're get, going through it with us, listeners. Uh, it's it's like not outlandish. It's plausible. It's very. It sounds. 
if it was if it was to be made up, it's one of the best fucking lies that seems to connect really well, even when it's trying to be disproven. You know. Yeah. So he. It's vague, he, isn't it? Um, that's why it's quite vague. Yeah, exactly. But there's still oh, that's uh, that. Yeah, I understand why there wouldn't be any paper trails if this one guy's just gone. Don't worry about everything. Just fucking sort this guy out. Yeah. Like I'm Ed, yeah. I'm Edward Teller. Like. Yeah. He's got, he's got a rocket powered on the Civic. You won't miss it. He'll be in the car park put, tomorrow. Put a hydrogen <laughs> bomb in his toilet. <laughs> so um, suck, suck his anus out. <laughs> so Edward Edward Teller um, forwards him to EG and uh, EG and G defense contractor, to which he then gets employed by the U.S. Navy to work at S four. Um, he mentions uh, another thing where people sit there and say. Um, uh, Oh, like there's no way you'd forget that stuff like Bob's unable to list the exact dates as to when he first went in to S4 like the exact day it was and uh, a few prior uh, sorry a few events after the first day but we'll get to that in a moment anyway so he arrives on his first day and he's explaining that um, he's given a lot of uh, documents to read through. And what this was an interesting thing that I found out uh, about it too. Um, as I mentioned at the start of the episode, there was a few things that I learned about Bob that I thought I knew a lot about him and I've looked, read further and like learned now. He was saying that um, these documents that these government officials are having, having him read through, he said he feels that they, it was like a test almost, or it was like a briefing document, but he felt like it was more of a... Um, giving him information to leak out and just see if he'd done it that's what it was wasn't it right seeds almost like yeah. sitting there going well what we'll do with him he said he mentioned on one piece of paper that there was an incredibly detailed picture of the anatomy of a grey like a grey alien and he was like yeah. okay looking at that and that there was um, pictures of the UFO or one of them that he would be working on and that also that the um the spacecraft that they had had came from the Zeta Reticular, uh, Retic uh, Zeta Reticular uh, st uh, binary star system, like yeah, an area and where. Do you know what? When he, th this is interesting because when he calls it, when people call him out for being like a fake, it's when they refer back to when he's just talking about these like briefing documents that he was reading. He never ever claims that any of this is true. He goes, "Oh, in this briefing document that I read on day one, it, it said this." He never says yeah. the aliens are the aliens came from here, but people try and call him right, out. Exactly, this is yeah. when I start thinking back to him being like fake or real. It's yeah. when people so come just, out and go, yeah, just going right, on to, fake. Mm. but it's not. Go, Sorry, going on to going on to that um, that document thing. Um, again, another little sort of story, completely out there. not out there, but I was speaking to Ben a while back about how, and, and it kind of links in with the secret society thing again. Sure. They give you a little. They give you a little bit of things, and you have to kind of like analyze them. And it's then them analyzing how you do it. But right. I once auditioned to be on Big Brother when I was at uni, <laughs> and the, the, the fucking the book was like this thick. I've already spoke to Ben about it, but it was like thick as fuck, like in the like later stages. Yeah. And some of the questions there were just used as collateral against you. They were like, name three things that your parents don't know about you that would embarrass you, like blah blah blah. So it's oh. basically like. It's like sorting your like psychology out. There was like so many things, and I'm not joking. This book, this thing that I had to fill out, 
yellow book probably took That's me insane. Pr- probably took me about three hours and then they called me into this little room and i they like it was kind of like a bit of a humiliation thing like they put this fucking i told ben about it but they put this pineapple on a chair and i was like do you want me to move this pineapple and they were like no, what pineapple? We don't know what you're talking about. But I can imagine that's what it's like to do that, to see, yeah. like... It's basically like a psychopath test or... A, Psycho- or psychological some, Like test. a psychological... Yeah, like... So, I mean, I can imagine that it was... Imagine there's, like, 20 people there just, like... They showed us these diagrams of fucking, like, aliens and shit, and we were like... Yeah, yeah. As soon as... Because... So it then goes on to the fact that his phone was tapped, right? Right, yes. Yeah. So a lot it- of the... A lot of the so after, obviously I'll carry on about the about the file thing because right yeah cause this, I, I this is where I get lost when he was working there that's right the kind yeah of... it, oh yeah it's a big kind of mix up with uh, working there so with regards to the documents again and him mentioning that uh, he they said that the craft were from the Zeta Reticuli uh, star system a lot of people sit there and they say oh that's kind of that's of course he would say that because that's the very famous. Uh, location as to where um, the aliens came from who abducted Barney and Betty Hill. Do you guys yeah. know that? Uh, yeah. yeah. Barney and Betty Hill. One of the most the interracial infamous... couple. Yeah, the interracial couple when it was illegal almost to be uh, with another person of another race and the fact that they divulged this crazy abduction story regarded as quite possibly the most plausible and believable abduction And they went story. into regression with it as well. They did right. t- Both of them did separate yeah. regression sessions. Re- regression sessions. That's what I am on a Sunday. <laughs> and That's they each drew out the Zeta Reticula star system, didn't they? They were able to draw out the actual um, the actual uh, uh, uh map of the star yeah, system like the, that they came kind from. of like the flight map of where it was right and a lot of people which... were sitting there saying that oh of course bob would say that because that's mentioned in that so that's kind of making their abduction true but as you mentioned ben he didn't say it's he did not say it's true and if anything he kind of dumbed it down himself he was like it was most probably a deterrent piece in the sense of if information did get leaked out because I would mention these things, they'd be like, let's go through the graph, star system, star system, Zeta reticular, Bob. Like, yeah. yeah. So- and why Why would they show you that as your first fucking, like your induction into the place? Yeah, like, it's trickery. If you, you go for a job interview, they don't teach you how to use the milkshake machine straight away at McDonald's, do they? They fucking yeah, they get go, you fill it, yeah, well filling up straws. Here is our safe. The code is 70356. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Like... It's dumb, isn't it? It's like... An, Unless like, that really is like entry-level like right. UFO thing. Like, they come from this planet. They've got some fucking weird shit. They've got this yeah, stuff in a jar that bends like... Like in free heads around the back of them, <laughs> yeah. eyes hanging out their nose. Like, oh, don't worry, boys, you'll see. <laughs> don't worry about them. Yeah, we Do just want you to look after their cars. That's it. Do you want some coffee? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. But, um... So that was another thing when it came to his history and stuff like that with explaining what he was seeing on these documents on the first day, mentioning Zeta Reticular and everyone being, oh, of course he would mention that. Again, disinformation piece. They know uh, if he leaks stuff, as he would do, they would sit there and know it was Bob. So I yeah. found that a bit of a a, a loose uh, rebuttal towards Bob. This all, Although this is a conspiracy podcast, we're almost just defending Bob here at some point at yeah the, at yeah well the conspiracy moment. is against bob the conspiracy that not if you know what i mean that's what the for yeah me, yeah the i understand yeah for me the conspiracy is like bob knows something and they're trying to shut him up and they've been trying to shut him up since he since he came out as dennis 
Yeah. You know, in 1989, and, yeah, and it's and he's still to this really day he's still getting harassed by the FBI, and he's not really really been able yeah. to have a life since. Right. So that's what so, I, um, I. I mean, whether it's bullshit or not, like they've definitely tried to make his life hell since he came out. So. Right. Absolutely. So sh- should we should we talk about his like, from what I gather, brief time working there because. Yeah. Like you say, he doesn't remember the dates, but did did he say roughly like just over a year? It, well, Is yeah, that right? I thi- yeah, I think that's correct. Actually, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. So, so should we talk about how what? Because because so far, like we're talking about this wild place, but we haven't actually said what is. We've claimed okay. that he's been working on some crafts and stuff, but then well, yeah, that's why I was. That's why I was. I'm just assuming that days. everyone listens to this podcast yeah. knows about Bob Lazar. So, Bob Lazar got a job at S4, which is a secret mm. naval intelligence base. And his job was to work out how to how the propulsion system worked on an alien spacecraft. Yeah. And it was and, a uh... and everyone and everyone tuned oh, out. Another... <laughs> no, no, no. I, and it was it. So, so it, that's it where goes... the retention goes. Yeah. So oh, it's aliens. I'm out. <laughs> so a lot of people. I were thought mentioning... it was nonsense again. <laughs> oh, it's not bad, paedophiles. <laughs> so these guys are so old hat. So he get. I think he said it was on the third day that he visited S four. Is where he started, and he met his laboratory partner uh, Barry, Barry, and that he was being led down a corridor, and um, he was told to keep his hands by his side. Yeah, because he touched um, one of the craft, didn't he? And the, goes, well, no, no, no. That was this was. Yeah, this was, uh, um, sorry, yeah, just before it, when he met Barry, when he yeah. walked into the um, into the hangar or something like he that, went. he was told, that's it, he, he, run, he ran his hand across the side of this, what he called the sports model, didn't he? Yeah. He was like, slaps it like a salesman. Boom. Why, there's another thing, like, if that feels like a marketing thing to me again, the sports model, like, what, why? Like, is that just like a little nerdy joke? Yeah. Right. For, I, I know weird, it's just a little it? thing, but it's just like the sports model, LOL. You get me? <laughs> you get me? Just like, I guess no it's a, fucking Bob. I guess it's if a you've been there for a spaceship. year, he, that's probably, he, it's probably not what he called it that day, the sports model. Right, right. Okay. Over a year of working there, everyone might have given them all like, Different, yeah, like, more human names. Like, oh, that's the sports mm. model. There's the. So, there's the all right, okay. So that that's, might have been a different type of ship. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there was nine, wasn't there? Yeah, there was nine in. I was just so. under the impression there were just nine of the same ship. No, there were nine different. Like, ones. Oh, all different older. ones. Ah, different. which implies they probably have more of the same ship. Yeah. Somewhere else. Yeah. So that was on the second day. He met his lab partner, and that he then walked him through the hangar, and he saw like those nine different ship he said there was one obviously the one that he's drawn and that you can see on the uh jeremy corbell documentary um he mentions one that's interesting if i remember rightly didn't he mention that there was one that was almost built like a box or something like that yeah. like an oddly shaped one and that is interesting because that was two things yeah. that bob lazar had said in the past and commander fravor like that uh the, the navy pilot on the um the uss nimitz one, i think it, it was who yeah, the tic-tac. yeah the nimitz sorry it's he said that he saw this box shaped 
object with a like a sphere in the middle surrounded by a sphere right and so that... have you I, I can't remember the name of it but there's a really um it's something to do with jewish religion and it's two two uh triangular like pyramids inside right. each other but when they rotate they give the illusion that it's a circle and a square Ah. So th this is apparently where Da Vinci got his divine uh, man from, is mm -hmm. these triangles rotating with this, uh, and it creates like a bit like a Tasmanian devil effect where you can yeah. see the Tasmanian devil, but it's also creating like a whirlwind. Yeah. Can't remember the, I'll, I'll find the name of the thing while you guys carry gotcha, on, but gotcha. this links to like ancient, ancient visions of gods. And um, that's crazy. Yeah. And this is like where that further thing for me came into thing i was just like hang on a second that's the and a lot of people are getting that kind of symmetry and um thing drawn as tattoos now because it's really? called it's sacred geometry right but of course the the actual thing is two triangles like the star of david with a circle around it yeah um and, and apparently when you spin that at a high velocity it looks like a square and yeah. a circle so. and that's what uh intrigued me about it because i remember like listening to bob explain and describe on the joe rogan podcast what these vehicles looked like and that's when i sat there was like that's what F commander fravor saw and then another interesting thing was how he said the the reactor for the ship that he was working on uh how it traveled that it would face its bottom side forward yeah and it would it would remove gravity in front of it so it would fall through the uh through time and space and that's exactly what was videoed by the USS Nimitz. The the yeah. um, the go fast, not the go faster one. Uh, that uh, the, gimbal. Free. the gimbal. The gimbal video. And you can see it rotating and like exactly the same way Bob has been explaining. And, and he explains even... that the the actual the mechanism is all centrifugal as well. So like everything that's within it would be within a centrifugal gravitational pull, which would then make it possible. Right. Um, yeah. which, which, if you uh, the the device I'm talking about is called the Merkaba, the Merkaba, um, which which they believe was what brought Ezekiel to Earth, which is essentially <laughs> yeah, and it's it's fucking mental. Like um, so it's it's, the, the, it's fun. Yeah, that shape is a, a, a godlike object or a symbolic object yeah. to represent a god and Bob which Lazar. you could you could argue that they'd seen that and then gone well they've right. made that up from that or you could be yeah. like well this is a coincidence yeah massive coincidence yeah. so that's on the second day that he gets shown these ships by with barry and as we mentioned bob slides his hand along a particular ship and said that he got absolutely reprimanded for it now on the third day i think he got was being taken to where the reactor was in the laboratory himself and barry were working on and that he had to keep his... He was told while he was walking down the corridor he had to keep his hands by his side and look forward and don't look to the left or the right. And um, once we get to the end of the corridor, that's your room. And he said that... Uh, JJ mentioned earlier that he had glanced inside a room and he noticed that there were two men uh, in lab coats inside one a room that looked like it had a ch small chair and what looked like... Well, he said it looked like a child in the chair and this goes on to when people are like i oh, said it was an alien in there yeah he did and it's like well no he's never ever ever seen that in the same like what for want of a better word tactic that he used uh in saying that 
Well, this is what I've read. That's not what I said was there. This is what I've read. It's almost the same as him sitting there being, well, I'm only telling you what it looked like I saw. I, I'm not saying that I did see an alien. It looked like there was a child or something that was small. A doll or it was a dummy, wasn't it? That, right, that he, right. He said a child or a dummy that, and then he later kind of went, it could have been to work out the dynamics of the craft. So they were kind of working out how this thing which then in my mind, I'd be like, well, they've already worked out that it was man. It was controlled by uh, not man, but a, a conscious being. Yes. Yeah. So so immediately he was like, yeah, well, this is, you know, it could be a dummy. They were trying. He said they were trying to work out, weren't they? How yes. this little thing would fit inside this kind of. Uh, but immediately this is again with like news and stuff. Did he report that and then they went, oh, fucking idiot thinks there's like green men in this thing. And then pe and people ran with it because we're, we're talking like 20, 30 years ago here, aren't we? That right, all this came yeah. out. Chinese whispers are like... Right there, yeah, that's another... Fucked, that's another well, that's another thing that, um, that goes on Bob's side is he sticks to his story. Every piece of detail or every... He's, yeah, every bit of detail that he mentions, it doesn't seem to exaggerate. You look back at some of the videos that he went on, like talk shows, talking about what he was working on. His story doesn't change in any way, shape, or form. The fact that he says, "I glanced, I saw something briefly," like if someone suddenly gets put in the center spotlight of the one of the like most incredible topics on the planet that could possibly answer, "Are we alone here in this like?" blackness and vastness of space this one nerdy dude has just like been put on like the center stage of the world he's like uh yeah they're working on like alien spacecraft in that building what you were saying there Dean, alien... is like that's that's the thing like the the whole ufo thing it's the biggest conspiracy because it debunks everything right. like it literally debunks rewrites everything. history science like, uh, yeah, exactly and the, the big one which i think is and it's always the one that like rings true for me is like the religious thing so yes. like people people basically still base life on religious views and like existence and like you say about god and things yeah right. and, I th and i think that that would be like we, we're, we're all like going wild about all these fucking mental conspiracies about cabinets with kids in and shit like that <laughs> like yeah chances are if that's the case all i'm thinking about is why are they doing that that's all i'm just like they must be yeah. doing that because they know something about those fucking guys in those brown spaceships where they right. just drink blood and they want yeah. children's blood and yeah. they want to ascend to that next level. Like, and it, yeah, it's it's also so a person in that position that has just put himself in the center stage of the world to answer the quite possibly one of the most impossible questions around, and he doesn't elaborate any further on this really basic story. Because like, like you said, that, that's... So you know what you were just saying there? Like, I know this. I can feel this is going to be a long one and I'm trying to, like, hold <laughs> back, but I'm so, like, passionate about this. Yes, yeah, So there's So there's, there's another documentary about um, a guy who apparently worked in... And this is why I'm so bad, because I remember these things and they are legit and I'll find it and you'll just have to put it in the links, but there's sure. another documentary about a guy who worked in another facility around uh, Area 51 and he talks about how they bagged his head and walked them down and then they would do like fake drills whether they were fake drills but he said as soon as this alarm went off we all had to drop to the floor um and you would 
you would be told by the guy who didn't have a bag on his head, you need to stay there, don't take the bag off your head, blah, blah, blah. And I, I got into this from a link from a Bob Lazar thing that I watched like years ago. So yeah. I'll try and find it. And the guy like was, I think in like 94, he was found dead and everyone said he just went mental and it was all because of drugs and stuff. And I was like, the thing is like, as soon as you assign that, that theory to it, people go, yeah. oh, drugs. It must have been the drugs that killed him. Right, exactly, we, yeah. we would We would go, it was the government that killed him. Yeah. And then a lot of psychologists would go, it was the trauma from something that made him take drugs that killed himself. Or, you right. know, something like that. And yeah. I think that's the, the difficult thing about Bob Lazar for me, because I'm like, if all this stuff was really, really important, I was 100% Bob up until the last week. Yeah. It, if, if all this stuff was really, really important... The government, regardless of him going out on a Wednesday night with his boys to like film <laughs> yeah. some sh- shitty footage that no one can find on a fucking Sony D five fucking like tape cam or whatever. Yeah. Like why? You know why didn't they kill him? Mm. Is he that is he that important that they might need him or is he? Ooh, I didn't. You know that's what I was thinking or... because if he was the first person to study one one five. He's gonna be essentially the most intelligent person on earth that knows about one one five. Like if he was the first person to discover it, mm. and that's the fuel. Like yeah. you know, in Back to the Future, they need plutonium, and he's like the only person he can get it from is the Libyans. But they, you know, they he sold them a pinball they machine, pl- yeah, yeah, a bomb with pinball machine parts. That's it. So they shot him. <laughs> you know, um, maybe Bob Lazar is that important? Maybe he's because he surely he would be dead. Is he it would because be dead. He came yeah. forward and he be- he put himself in the public eye. That these, this part of the government, the naval intelligence, aren't as fucking stupid as the Clintons and just getting Epstein offed. They're like, well, we yeah. can't kill him now because that's going to prove his story. They're like, if, if yeah. we kill him, yeah. and that's proven, my belief. If yeah. we leave him just spouting <clears throat> his bullshit, people aren't going to believe him. People just, because that, I mean, we're talking about him, but if he'd been off, they were like, can you, and then Bob Lazar, that was all true because he was killed. Right, yeah, but if you exactly. if you look if you look at uh, like us and we always talk about Epstein, obviously didn't kill himself. He didn't. No one gives a fuck. No, yeah, but no, no one cares. Like every, no. everyone's just like, so so what if he didn't? I'm like, yeah, but why? Why didn't he? He was like, I don't matter. Even if he did, no, just, I'm like, I, it's the same no. thing as Paul McCartney. Like, it doesn't really affect anybody. But you're just like, but I want to fucking know whether he's yeah. dead. <laughs> it totally or, affects or us. Or who killed him? It totally yeah. affects us because if they're killing people for knowing shit. Then as soon as you know shit, you're dead. So like, well, why are we doing this shit? Because I want to know stuff. (laughs) I want to know, and as soon as if they kill me for knowing, like I want to know that I'm gonna get killed for knowing, or I'm gonna kill, I'm gonna kill myself. I want to know that I'm gonna kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) If I know, that wasn't a declaration, was it? We just have to point out. No, yeah, yeah. If I kill myself, if I do kill myself, I didn't do it. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh but that's, for me, is why Bob's, Bob wasn't off, because I think they, especially with UFOs, they just let people say it because they like... They oh, make themselves look more crazy. Yeah. yeah. So Whereas how far, how far are we into him working there? How so, far are we into him working we're, there? We're just, we're just day at the one. point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he went there for a day... year. Longest <laughs> podcast ever. <laughs> Retention so, has just gone down to 1%. We're an hour and 15 minutes in, he's worked there a day. (laughs) (laughs) He's not even gone gone public yet. So, um... (laughs) He's not even gone public. (laughs) 
Fucking hell, sorry, that tickled me. That tickled me at the last minute. Uh, so we're now at the day... Uh, at the day. We're now at the point... I don't really know at what point... What day this was when... Um, Bob finally got to work with Barry on the, the ship uh, to actually go inside the ship and have a look around and work out how this gravitational reactor worked. And that was quite an incredible um, incredible piece or, or explanation that Bob uh, gave toward how it this machine, when you uh, attach, like, what was it? Almost like a triangle of element 115 or the fuel, essentially. When yeah. you attached it to a certain thing, this unit suddenly worked. It would There was no on, no off. Yeah. It just, as soon as that element was there, it knew to turn on. Yeah. And it would, it somehow created its own gravity, which I, I'm sure it is now. It's, it's although element 115 has been discovered and it's called something beginning with M now, Unobtainium. isn't it? Unobtainium. Uh, unobtainium. Yeah, is that's that what it's called. Which it's sounds un fucking unattainable. Yeah, un <laughs> un unattainium. Un un it's like, uh, I've got Spell it, it out. Anunnaki. Unobtainium. I thought it was called Moscovium. Oh, yeah. Later, I thought it was called. It was ah. it was, when it was synthesized in 2003, it was called Monoscovium. But when ah. before, it was called Unobtainium. Ah, right. Funny yeah. that. Right. So clever. How funny how these we... scientists aren't they? <laughs> how very droll. Just pull it, pull it <laughs> shit out. Of... Cannot be worked out ever a tonium or something. If my right. friend yeah, named it, it'd have been called out. Mike Patton. <laughs> <laughs> the shark. The shark, Mr. Shark. Mr. Shark. shark the element. element, Mr. Shark. Um. So yeah, he's shown. He, he explains how this reactor. Uh, worked on the Joe Rogan podcast as well as on the Jeremy Corbell documentary and then obviously in other interviews as well. And he says that it creates its own gravitation gravitational atmosphere that in turn can bend space time or or it or opens it can bend light. It can bend light, but it it does something where it distorts time and space through the power of gravity. And the way he explained it makes total sense harry was saying you put a, a total big bowling sense, ball dean to how we know nothing of science <laughs> no i don't know no, but but, but it has been proven it? that it's the theoretical science and it's it's newton's theory of gravity gravity it's like yeah. basically if but if the theory was that we lived on a plane which is like now being proven nasa have just proved that we could quite easily be within a sandwich Yes, of, yeah, of yeah, of gravity. Of space. Ra yeah. Rather than an infinite, it's a sandwich. Yeah. Like a, a very long subway sandwich. <laughs> like a foot long of, of gravity. gravity. So how, a sorry, very Dean, I interrupted you with your bowling ball. No, that's ball. fine. Uh, he, was, he was saying that it's like placing a bowling ball on a soft ma uh, bed mattress and pressing your fist down on the mattress about a foot away from it so then the ball rolls to where the mass is. Yeah. And... Going back to Commander Fravo, how he was explaining that the ship would do this by having these uh, gravitational like beam thrusters on the bottom of the ship that would then turn belly up to where the, the bottom of the ship would be pointing forwards in the direction that the ship wants to go. And these reactors or whatever would somehow distort gravity or space time in front of them. So the ship isn't isn't traveling through but he's being pulled 
Like, and the way that, to me, that's. I was trying to I was trying to get to to the point of where you hear in Hollywood they say oh the spaceship works in this way and it sounds kind of they make it like convincing like yeah. overly convincing like it's absurdly easy whereas Bob explains this this in the way as to it just sounds so simple but impossible if that if that makes sense to how I'm trying to explain this I, I, we've, I, I, I mean we've built our like as we've all gathered, we're not all scientists. None of us are scientists, I don't think. <laughs> but um, the, the concept of our science is what we've created. So we've created an idea of science that is relative to our universe, our, our reality. Our reality, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that the, the issue is with if there was something from another reality, it's very unlikely that they would have based their science like one, two, three, four, five, which is all what is all science is based on is numbers, obviously. Sure. Um it's very unlikely they'll have based it on that because there's concepts that they are they work through um, um, telekinesis and yes. shit like you know without getting too west about it because we're talking about Bob now yeah. don't want to take the limelight away from that guy but <laughs> that that that's the thing like everything that Bob's saying from a science point of view might not make sense and the thing is his whole conversation doesn't make sense but if he's if he's got this big fucking grand idea that he worked at this fucking this base, mm. he, it's not gonna make sense because if it made sense, the government would tell you about it. Like the yeah. government would just be like, "Well, we might as well have everyone discovering this shit." If it's stuff yeah. that isn't attainable, whatever that that element was, unattainable. Un, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just okay. saying. Um, the chances are that the things that they're keeping secret, and this again goes back to the homeland security element of it. If the US were the first place to find out about this element, they don't want to tell everyone about it because then the Chinese might get it, the Russians mm. might get mm. it. And this isn't meant to sound like I'm against Russians and Chinese. I'm talking about like the three, the big are. three. Yeah, Met yeah. Metallica. The big three. The other two shit metal bands. Um, <laughs> but like, that that's, that, that's the thing that I think now, which is like what two of the stars are talking about a lot. Yeah is it's not the element of it could be UFOs. It could be, but it's, they're more concerned that someone else has got the upper Technology, hand on, right, yeah. on, the, on them. Right, he, does, then, yeah, he, does, he doesn't sort of overly dress up this like way the ship moves or way, the way the ship works. He but, understands, doesn't he? He understands in his head. He, right. he, like, he logically, he like, he's, he's writing about it and you're just like, oh yeah, Bob, I fully okay. understand. Like, you know, when I when I get my bowling ball and put it on my bed, <laughs> my whole body rolls over. But like, you yeah, know. he doesn't sit there and be like, and this thing charges up and it glows a bright light. He just sits there and says like, yeah, it just turns over like that. And, and it's, it's so just, boring. And it's yeah, just it's like, so, and yeah, it's, it's, it's so boring and monotonous. That's that's and, kind of what I was trying to put across. Again, it's, not, it's like that's the thing with me. We were talking about how his story hasn't changed, but when you like. You guys will have been the same. When you've when you've seen something and you say it to one person, it's probably a slightly different to what you've how it was. Perceived it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've then the more you tell it and the reaction you get from that person, it starts oh, you're to just like amp it up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's just like yeah. you know, stag dudes are the best example of it. Right, like, exactly. Yes, I, yeah. I was just stag dude. The stag dude got fucking wasted, and I was like, well, that sounds boring. It sounds like every stag dude. And oh, then he oh. shit himself, <laughs> and then he shit on a prostitute. And then he shit out a midget. And then <laughs> and he fell in the river. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then he died. And then he worked at fucking Area 51. <laughs> he had this fucking hand scanner and it like detected how many bones he had in his fingers. And then the next thing you know, he was in the back of a van all blurry faced. And he changed his name to Dennis. <laughs> maybe Bob, like Bob was in Vegas. Like maybe he just had a fucking mental weekend. It was like woke up in a strip club. Which we need to speak about as well. Oh, fucking while, hell. While we're on a bit of a tangent about Bob Lazar. Oh, I don't know if it's the time now. Ben Ben needs to tell me. I can't tell whether he's oh, frozen God. again. Oh, no, his eyes are moving. Oh, no, sorry. I was, uh, <laughs> I was reading about um, Bob's criminal convictions. Oh, right, which I, I think is probably a good time to speak about his conviction. Are we, are we at the time? We're not. No, we're not I don't know. He's not. He's not this, we need to do that when we come to the... Uh, yeah, we, yeah. So Okay. Let's so run what through we, the timeline. We, what we will touch right. on, though, right, as as I was talking about, like the technology of the um, the sh or what was being used, sorry, the technology they thought of what powered the ship and stuff like that. Um, but JJ touched upon just then a scanner that um, pr produces or it shoots a light through your skin to measures through your to bone your bones. Yeah. yeah, and it measures like either the length of the f bones in your finger because apparently they're like unique to absolutely everybody and this yeah. piece can of i just quickly interrupt a second yeah sure yeah just before you speak about this um you know what i was talking before about the the macabre the mechabre the yeah, triangle yeah. and the how, circle, the da yeah. how the da vinci thing is based on that yeah that's all based around the fibonacci sequence mm -hmm. which is the obviously it goes deeper than that but the human body just for everyone at home this part here is twice the length of this bit this Sorry, bit then. is twice the, twice the length of that bit. So the idea... Expl explain to people that aren't visually watching as well. <laughs> oh, yes. So, yes. So, <laughs> I keep forgetting we're on the, we're on the radio waves. Um, <laughs> so I'm pointing to my little bit of my knuckle of my finger. That tip is... Tip of your finger. The tip of my finger. That is twice... Uh, half the length of the next bit of your knuckle of your finger. And then the next bit of that is twice the length of the bit above... Oh, right. So that goes on to the Fibonacci sequence, which Da Vinci was hugely into. So a yeah. lot of sacred geometry. And I'll let you continue, but the I, the concept of that scanner, he says, what does he say? I'll let you do it because I feel like I'm taking you off. No, no, I can't. If he mentions something specific, you know it and I don't. So he basically said that it was a, a very... In, in unintrusive way of like a basically a DNA fingerprint. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Th these bones in your hand, whereas in a fingerprint is just one part of your finger. The yes, bones in your hand are a collection of essentially uh, my math lots is of fingerprints. But like thirty-two bones in like just that part of your hand. Right. Yeah. Which are all unique to you. Like they're a hundred percent unique to you, and the fact that they're all like part of the Fibonacci sequence, which I just think is a bit of a bit of a weird, a bit of a stretch. A bit of a but, link, though. There's something... Yeah, there. a link to it, because he's talking about the idea of that ancient kind Ship of... looking the, thing. The secret, which we should do a podcast on. Yeah. But... So what... And this, this is interesting as well with the whole hand uh, scanner thing that he puts in, because that was literally Star Trek talk back then yeah. when he released that. Like, everyone was like... What it, a light measures your bones in your hands, and yeah. you what? Hogwash. What is that? Like, but what was in? What's incredible as well? He's been proven about that only just recently. When um, 
Jeremy Corbell uh, uh, was doing the, it, doc the documentary. He managed to <laughs> actually locate a picture and footage of it being used in a Russian um, institute, uh, like place or something like that. And Bob Lazar was just like, that, that's it. He was like, I never thought I'd see this like ever again. And it was a technology that was science fiction back then. And then like 30 years later or however long it is, like someone, Jeremy Corbell's like, I managed to actually track it down. It's fucking real. Like I've heard you can buy one. Uh, you can buy one on Wayfair with an actual hand inside it. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> with actual bones. And it's but yeah, he, he he got that picture, didn't he? And it, it, yes. If I'm honest, I saw the picture. I th is it on the documentary? Yeah. yeah. So you, yeah. you can see in Bob's eyes, like, oh fuck, you found it. Like this is this proves it. This proves yeah. it. Yeah. And that's yeah. Like with his body language, I watched a few of those in the past when I first saw Joe uh, Bob on. Joe Rogan, I specifically watched this uh, creator on YouTube that uh, is a, I guess, a body reader, essentially. And he will, he's able to read people's body language to tell if they're lying and stuff like that. I saw and that, yeah. There's a couple of them are just, and it's, they're just like, he looks yeah. like he's telling the truth. He's very fucking calm. His reactions, in my opinion, are very, very genuine. As he Ben said, mentioned. Uh, Rogan said that, because they were talking with George Knapp on the George Knapp episode, which came out this week, I think. Yes, week. yes, a couple of days yeah, ago. Um, three days how, ago. How, yeah. they, how the night before um, the Bob podcast, they all went out for dinner. I, and I saw Joe this, took yeah, Andrew Schultz, which is a really funny comedian. And really we watch him great yeah. comedian. He took him because he, go, he goes, he's like got the best bullshit detector. And he yeah. goes, Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details this mother's day celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from blue nile whether it's for your mom a mother figure or yourself as a mom find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation explore blue nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. He's telling the truth, man. Like, <laughs> like, because I can't tell. Like, 
I can't tell if he's lying, and if he's telling the truth, that's a fucking awesome story. Right. Yeah, here's exactly. a theory. Here's here's a theory that uh, again, I think it's the same with all these things. The more you read into him, you're just like, oh, maybe not. But he mentions how working there was a really shitty environment, and they used to Monotonous. do like pulse. They used to do like pulse um, chanting through the tannoy and stuff. And he believed it was a form of hypnosis. Did you remember that bit? Yeah, I, I do he, vaguely remember that. Yeah, he said. He, he said. There's a part. It's not in Joe Rogan, and he he briefly touches on it in the in the documentary. But he said working there was a really like a really tense atmosphere. And he said that we all felt we were being like not brainwashed, but we felt we had this like looming like dread you know you know when you're in a like a really tense situation and you can just feel something's gonna happen yeah, and he yeah. said it was like pretty much like that all the time but in the mk ultra trials in the the, the podcast with oh, this is a problem I'm so shit with fucking names the guy who wrote the book about charles manson he talks about when these people are in the uh mk ultra trials he said when they were given lsd they were given this like pulsive mantra sounds to listen to to like guide them into guide them into a a, a, into a trance or a trip yeah Yeah, like a trip and bob lazar basically explains that he said when i was working there at certain points of the day there would be this like you know um i remember once i went on tour with a band and at the beginning of it they did this like backward masking thing and they were just like pay your taxes go to school like loads of like fucking shit do like drugs. that yeah do, <laughs> do drugs but yeah i imagine i imagine because this is a, another thing as well if this all came out that's another thing that they could use against you saying no look we didn't work on ufos but we're not gonna lie we did do this like mind manipulation thing right. which still doesn't sound as bad as working on ufos does it like, no, exactly, oh, we, yeah. you, you know, like people go through hypnosis all the time. So what? Who cares? It's not UFOs. There's mm. another like a, a contingency plan, just like, yeah. a, oh, well, you know, and it, I just found it interesting how he just said about how it, it just constantly felt like there was something mm. there. Yeah. And, you know, if that's what he's saying, we could essentially, if body language experts can't get him, maybe he has right. been, maybe Trust. he has been. Yeah. Exactly. Because it sounded like like back back in like as a kid and stuff like that. I imagine, or, or, or a younger guy, I imagine he was quite like rebellious in the sense of he put like a hydrogen engine in That's ex- one car. Exactly, yeah. exactly what when when you were saying, I was like, he sounded like a rebellious cunt because he was he just did, like, didn't he? I'm gonna touch this UFO. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, pff, and they I'm were like, no. It. He's don't say, look, don't look left or right. I'm gonna puts, have a look. He puts He's a got jet. that kind of like. Um, disobedient like knobhead kind of feeling not yeah. like naughty kid but like like no like cool like, i'm the... gonna do it well i will yeah I or he's, he it. just sounds like but he looks like Richie. that loner at the back that's super smart that sits there and like you catch eyes in class and he just goes like watch this and just puts two chemicals together throws it on the floor and it goes bang like yeah. maybe that's why they didn't off him maybe they they could tell that by that fucking form that he wrote that he was just like He's that rebellious. He won't conform, and if he does come forward, people won't believe him because they'll have so they'll have stuff on him that'll just be like, he's fucking mental. Like just, makes, just yeah. let let him go off. And that makes sense as well because that um again we're we're going in so many different directions of Bob's story at the moment. He <laughs> three runs, hours in. <laughs> yeah, he runs a um like a, 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 a like a display firework fest or something like yeah, that. Do they call desert it? Blast yeah. Fest. 
desert blast fest and all they cool do name. is just shoot shoot guns and set off like custom made yeah. fireworks he's been arrested that. he's been arrested for like fireworks and stuff so yeah and like on their list of rules of when you go out to the desert to like partake in this like explosion festival or whatnot uh the, the list of rules are like if you get hurt it's your fault if you don't bring enough water it's your fault like yeah. the list of rules that he has are quite sort of so they're quite like sociopathic smug. yeah but smug, smug and sociopathic well. <laughs> in my opinion like yeah so that's uh it's it, yeah it quite re it does seem he, quite he rebellious seems like, like i can't really put my finger on it like what the or what the word is but he's got like that kind of like oh uh, he's a bit of an arsehole isn't he really it's just he's just cheeky but he's mm. really good at it and like, but like yeah in a, like, but i'm better than you kind of like i'm no better i i'm more intelligent like right but, but then but at the same time he's i like he says he wishes he hadn't come forward yeah because i bet yeah i it. bet his life has been an absolute fucking mess he gets death threats like daily death threats that's weird man that's yeah. so so strange but then so george knapp was on rogan and he was talking about like the first 15 minutes i think it is he and it yes. really kind of got me it's like the amount of people that have come to him saying i've got information i can talk i want to talk about it and within yep. a matter of days they've re 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 uh, they've retracted their statements yeah they, they, they no, don't no. want to and because they've had people breaking into their homes people attacking them like people yep. scaring them like shooting so the car tires out yeah it must be i just had a little bit of a break then i think the word you're looking for is smarmy Smarmy is the right word. Yes. All right. I just went for a quick piss. So I was yeah. just like, I could hear you. I was like, it's Smarmy he's looking for. Because I've got the same piss. uk. Oh, yeah. Promo code NAC. 20% yeah, like off. 20% off. OG so, we, um, socks. so, yeah. Um, going back to... Uh, Bob working on the reactor on the ship. Uh, a small little note that he we can touch on is uh, that he believes he was hired for the job because the Barry's past uh, lab partner had apparently died, and that's what he was led to believe. Again, he never said I didn't know of a person dying. Yeah, he said he, he got too close to the reactor and died or something. Yeah, or, or got <laughs> vaporized or something another, like that. Another reason he thinks he was employed is because he thought outside the box and because he put a nuclear reactor in his car. And a particle dead. accelerator in his bedroom. He goes, it's the only reason. He's like, I was like different, and I needed a different, and needed a different. Right, um, and and so it goes for about six months that uh, Bob is working at S four with Barry, trying to work out how um, this reactor worked. But um, on the lead up to him being employed, and on the lead up to these six months of him working. Uh, uh, with his employment at S4, he agreed to a lot of terms and conditions with regards to, like, um, su uh, surveillance on his uh, life. Like, he was asked if it was okay if the local authorities and the, the national authorities um, bugged his phone so they could listen to conversations, the, know certain details about his private life and uh, what he does outside of work and blah, blah, blah. He agreed to it all, but now during... Uh, the six months as well of uh, uh, him working at S4, he would be called into the base at, like, any moment. I found that fucking crazy. Like, he'd say he'd get a phone call at 11pm at night, and they would say, you need to be at the McNamara terminal in 45 minutes, and then he would get 
on a small plane that would then take him to a landing strip that he'd then get into a bus and they would go into the facility. And it was during that time that he was going uh, into the facility at like different times and leaving the home is at the same time that everything started breaking down for him. Um, it turned out that his wife was also unaware of what he was work working there for. So it's no wonder that they ended up being getting divorced. Could you imagine working... Or well, she was being cheating on him, wasn't she? Well, she, this yeah. was, th well, no, that was, that's what I'm saying. That's what, that's what's getting to the part as to when everything starts falling to pieces and then it starts leading yeah. to Bob coming out is because he was working at S4 and his wife couldn't know about it. She thought he was having an affair to which she then goes and forms an affair with his, uh, with her um, flight instructor. So then Bob's explaining that they aren't going any further with this reactor. They got to a certain point that they understand how the element fits into the reactor, how the reactor does work, but they can't build it with the technology or they don't yeah, think that they he can said build it, it with the technology. Gonna, it, was, it was like uh, he said it It came to a pretty much a dead it stopped, didn't it? They couldn't yeah, get any further. Yeah, the, because the, the, the technology wasn't advanced enough on the planet to be able to replicate something like this just and then Bob, before we sorry sorry, sorry man i keep I no, can't, I, this whole sinking thing is oh, we need to get <laughs> it um i'm just interrupt i'm pissed but um <laughs> going back again just as a little tidbit um when you talked about how he would be called at any minute and blah 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 that's that is again another part of initiation techniques that a lot of the um, uh, biker gangs and things use Right. Uh, with the, with their employment system employment system but yeah, yeah, when you preview. when you are prospecting you would essentially be on call 24 hours a day so you would be you Bloody for hell. x amount of time you would be called up at any point to i have a friend who's i don't know actually how much i can talk about this but i have a friend who's a, a prospect in a in a gang and he was saying that he would be called up at like stupid o'clock in the morning and it would just be to like take the piss like bring me a banana or bring me wow. like something stupid, but yeah. like he he was fully aware when he sort of signed up to that 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 would be part of his that would be part of his part yeah. of his uh, prospecting. Um, yeah. Just again, just another technique to like I thrill think, you in, like yeah, and grind you down. Like you you know, and like I'm fuck on a Sunday night, I'm just like fuck, I have to go to work in like a day. Right, yeah, <laughs> and I'm still just like I can't sleep, I can't sleep. You know, I'm like hey, really. <laughs> And, you know, imagine what it's like 24-7. Same as, like, um, fire brigade and stuff. Yeah, you yeah. Can't, you can't really have a life, can you? Which then no, does link not. in again to his, his wife as well. Like you said, she thought he was having an affair, blah. Yeah, you know. but he was, yeah, but he was, in fact, working at this secret military base, uh, as though he claims that he was. Oh, was he? Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, that, and that's, like, uh, another thing that I feel that people that they, like, can't, disprove or anything like that or that nobody seems to touch upon like they don't sit there and there's this factual evidence for the fact that it happened that bob ended up having uh being accused of having an affair by his wife because he was disappearing and going at like any like hour of the night to this like secret facility that she was unaware about why has no one been able to sit there and go so what was happening between these six months because the, the, the people that don't believe Bob Lazar are like, no, he never worked there because he, he's lying. But what about right. the six months that led to the divorce and like this breakdown in his marriage? What happened so, between that? This is, this is now where I'm like, my timeline just gets a bit skewed. 
Am I right in thinking that... So there is another wife, which sadly she... Uh, apparently, was, yeah. Yeah, that so was, her... was Was that after or this wife? After, uh, well, I think it was this wife, like two years uh, later or something. Okay. No, no, I don't think it was. I think it was the next wife. Right, it and must then be he the got, next one he, then, got yeah. he got back with the other one, didn't he? Ah, yes, yes, you're um, correct. But there is... This is where Bob's story gets a bit whack, right? This is where... Again, I don't. It stop me if I'm wrong, but no, this is no, where the, this on. is where the timeline is where he started knocking around with hookers and stuff, right? Right now, you're. I, am I, I don't know. Oh, am too I going too far this. now? No, right. no, you're not because oh. I can't. I'm not too sure when he started go, going and getting in that business. So, but Ben also so the, saw that he's got his criminal convictions up. So the uh, the narrative, the the actual like, and I think the all everyone's admitted this, so it's not like wild. But the sort of other idea is that instead of him going to this base, he was actually going and meeting his mistress, who in turn happened to be a prostitute. And he was like, oh, I'll, I, well, Ben mentioned earlier on about how he said he'd build a website for her. And I was like, I, I, I'm not sure about, but I, I know that he got, he got, um, what do you want? He got, he, well, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want like, Loads of pixels to make tits. <laughs> I just want to sell tits. Yeah, um, what have you got in your pocket, Bob? <laughs> oh, uh, wouldn't you like to see my uh, website? Bearing in mind at the internet at the time, it was for people who were listening, it probably went, da 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 da, that's one pixel. Da 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 da, that's two pixels. Da da, like basically like a fax machine, but you know what the internet is. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so the. Um, Ben might be able to back me up on the, not back me up, but like follow me up on this one. So he started, apparently at this time had a mistress and she wanted to, he wanted to help her out. So he said he'd buy her a, a brothel, I think, which was like bunny ranch or cat ranch or something like that. And Ooh. Nevada is, Nevada is like one of the only places in America where prostitution's legal. Oh, right. I um, was totally oblivious um, to that. Yeah. It's legal within a building. So you're allowed to do ah. it indoors. Yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently, so these are one of the convictions that he has against his name. So, like, he's a great scientist, but he just loves prostitutes, which immediately what, like, voids everything good he's done. He's just like, yeah, yeah. You like, you like prostitutes, you can't be a scientist. <laughs> but they, they're, they're the ones who fucking want prostitutes, man, because no one's going to have sex with them because they, they smell like nuclear waste and <laughs> they. They talk about fucking aliens all the time. It's just like I'm, I'm starting atoms. to think what it's like working with me, but I just smell like blood, <laughs> and uh, I just talk about aliens all the time. Yeah, but so yeah, he got um, he got arrested for helping out a brothel because I'm not sure at the time it was legal, but it is now. So right, right. So what? What? Was so that's one of the things against him. Sorry. Right. So that must have been during this period that could could then have been held against him in the sense of like, well, where was he going if it wasn't S4? Yeah. So then, that is, and again, the time scales are weird because it's like, he said he can't remember working there. So in, right. in, he's, I think he's admitted, he said he did have a friend. I mean, he has to, cause it was like, he was arrested for it. And I think he was right, charged exactly, for it. Exactly, yeah. So he, it's on his record, like that's all there. Got, all those he, things he are on his record. Down and he got arrested and then he, he was, it was reduced to felony, pandering so it okay got from aiding a bet in a prostitution ring to like pandering yeah and that's the thing as soon as you say aiding and betting a prostitution ring that makes yeah, it sound be, like yeah. you're like 
oh, I'm fucking, like, government, like, not government, but, like, global, a ring. Yeah. There's probably, like, three chicks here we met at the Golden Nugget one night, like, when he was probably, <laughs> he was probably fixing a fucking, like, a, a one-armed bandit, and these chicks yeah. were, like, I mean, I'd, I don't know if you guys have been to Vegas, but they're fucking no. vultures. No. You, you like, you win been. $20, and they're there, like, Bleh! like, fucking Nosferatu, <laughs> like, poking over the fucking top of the thing. Nosferatu. <laughs> Oh, we we were there once, fucking playing there, and like our guitarist won like hundred dollars on something. And next thing, it's like a swarm of fucking vag. Just like no. we were in like a really shit one, to be fair. But yeah, yeah. Um, and they were all like, they love us. I was like, no, they don't. They just no, they don't. They want. They want They're brass, mate. They're brass. <laughs> yeah. So that, like, I guess. So possibly the criminal convictions could have maybe happened in that period. Ben, like, what, was there another one you said you'd found? He got wait, uh, I've lost it now. He was done for. He was done for. Oh, fireworks! It was fireworks. Oh, just it's like, what was it? Yeah, that, no, I remember reading that one actually, and it was like the sale and um, transport of illegal like grade gunpowder or something like that and it's like it, he just made a firework with too uh, much gunpowder in it or something it, he was yeah united nuclear was fined with seventy five thousand dollars for violating a law prohibiting the sale of chemicals and components used to make illegal fireworks just to clarify that was Stitching later than, than all oh, this wasn't it this, yeah, this that was, was when, later, that when he started his he i think he if, if i'm not wrong he also got done for um some form of money laundering but i think that was probably to do with the prostitution ring right yes um, yeah, okay because but the prostitution thing was at the time of all this so he's still working in the 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 mountain the laboratory yeah shack carved into the mountain yeah just to point out as well like for the listeners if they because when i watch podcasts i ne- i never do the research as you can probably tell um <laughs> but like the the, the the research facility that he apparently worked at, um, which they still kind of deny. They say that there's one there, but I but think yeah. you just imagine imagine it as like a shitty cafeteria. But it's <laughs> the dirt track is about seven miles long, and oh, then I it just goes on Google Maps. goes into a mountain. It yeah. goes into a mountain which is like forty miles wide. So you're just yeah, like, lo- well, lo- it, it could be a mile wide, or it could be forty miles wide, and so, then right. five hundred miles deep, and it goes to Algarfa. <laughs> Another conspiracy podcast. Um, I've um, been so I, today. I've spent trying to find people debunking um, Bob's Lazar. story because obviously the, all, all I've ever seen is Bob talk or documentaries about Bob or someone talking about Bob who knows Bob. I've never actually listened to a debunker. Yeah. So today I went all out trying to find debunkers, and there's not a lot of them. And the no. ones that do, they like heavily like up what he was trying to say so they can bring it down further. That yeah, I understand. So like the, with this, um, the Papoose Lake, uh, Groom Lake uh, S4 thing, they go, well, according to Bob, there's a, 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 a secret base here hidden by holograms in this mountain. Clearly there's <laughs> no room for the, and then like they're, they're just, slagging him off said- and then, Obviously, there's someone debunking the debunking and go, well, Bob actually didn't say it was there. It was there. And you can see there's a track going straight into it. Yeah. So that's where I've, I've struggled to not believe Bob, even though I'm still not sure if he's telling the, the whole truth. The whole truth. Right. Yeah. When people try and debunk him, I think because his story's so vague, it's when they difficult. try to debunk him, they have to sort of 
zhuzh it up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Like, they have to give it some spunk, don't they? Yeah, to kind of make it debunkable. Otherwise, they're like going, oh, it's I might have done that. Like, how could you, I'm, how could I'm you starting to think that he came up with the idea about the prostitutes himself because he's just like, <laughs> I spent my whole life playing with fucking rockets and yeah, I, haven't I, had sex, I haven't had sex once. I, need, I haven't used my old rocket in years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and it, the fact the fact that his wife left him for a pilot, she probably left him for one of the little pilots who was in the fucking those nine machines in the thing. <laughs> He's like, hello, is this where Bob lives? Yeah, can I come with you? Do you want to fucking? Do you want to have sex with me? We've got a delivery from Wayfair for Bob Lazar. <laughs> <laughs> hello. I don't know why he's from Southend. Hello. Are you Bob Lazar's wife? <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna piss myself! <laughs> oh, stop! Oh, She's oh, like, stop. I'm a, I'm a pilot trainer. Oh yeah, I bet you are. Do you want to come in my spaceship? It just sucks her innards out. And well, well, no, she actually did die. Where's the cockpit? Want to touch it? I love you to blow my flaps. <laughs> we don't have flaps around here, we just use gravitational pull. I like to get my gravitational pull on you. <laughs> that makes no sense, that one. <laughs> but, like, all jokes aside, uh, Bob Lazar's wife did later kill herself. Oh, so, did she? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. We'll get to that. I, really, I really need to I, use the bathroom. Hold on, I really yeah. need to use the toilet. I won't be OGSocks.co.uk. Oh, oh Bob Lazar. Fucking hell. Right. So. Bob. Okay, Bob. after uh <laughs> Okay, we're back after that tiny little toilet break. Uh we were talking about the six months uh during uh Bob's employment at S4 and how I think it was after around six months he said that everything then started to go south. As we briefly mentioned during the uh, hilarity that ensued, um, we mentioned that his wife assumed that he was having uh, an affair because he was disappearing at certain times in the night to go to S4 as he is employed to do so. Um, uh, to which she then struck up an affair with uh, her flight instructor. And then after that, Bob noticed that he wasn't being called in to S4 anymore. And it turns out that they, well, at least he, uh, oh, no, 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 sorry. I was skipping ahead of myself ever so briefly there. So during this period where he's not getting phone calls from uh, S4 or he's not being asked to come in, he senses that something is uh, up uh, as well because of the fact that his wife believes that he's having an affair. He then decides to take, uh, on three separate occasions, three uh, separate friends out to a particular area. I can't remember. I think it was on Papoose Lake, was it? Uh, no, it's uh, Groom Lake. Groom Lake. Groom Lake. He takes... Well, every um, Wednesday night. Every Wednesday night at 7pm because apparently there's less traffic on the ground and apparently uh, they hold test flights for the uh, craft that they are working on. So... On three occasions, Bob takes uh, separate groups of friends out to Groom Lake and they end up observing uh, these test flights, or at least what they, uh, what he says they are. Uh, there's, and there's video footage of these on YouTube. There is, um, there is and indeed. And they are, 
really blurry and you can't see anything. <laughs> Dog shit. Yeah. yeah. But then what you, it can was see, the what you can't it... see, though, is like the typical navigational lights that are on aeroplanes but right exactly that's yeah. about uh, it bear, yeah and bearing in mind it's in the 80s and like it's filmed on like a huge camera in the middle of the desert in like yeah. pure darkness so all they're doing out is observing and uh, yeah out of focus and could be a video of anything right exactly uh <laughs> but he knows the fact that there's nothing in the sky at that point and he brings these people out to this area to witness these test flights at this particular time um and on the third one uh, he ends up saying that he noticed there was a green light sort of in the distance like that was pointing towards them at like their level and that it hit the floor and rolled towards them and it turns out that they flicked the lights on on the Winnebago and it turns out that there was loads of security forces around them that had been watching them observing these lights. That's one part in the story where I sit there and, and I'm like... That sounds so dumb. That sounds straight out of a naked gun sketch or something like that. <laughs> Just about a hundred security personnel around these poor guys that are sitting here going, wow, look at that UFO, like win a Winnebago around. And one of them drops the inf like the night vision bloody goggle or whatever, and it just rolls towards them. I was a bit like, oh, fuck off. You could have come up with something a bit better than that. Maybe like, he was trying to. Maybe he was trying to find his wife cheating on the airline pilot. Maybe that's what he was trying to do. <laughs> he was just like, "I'll use my super telescope to see whether she's in that airplane or oh, that UFO." So was that because he used to go guy. with Lear, didn't he? The guy who owned Learjet. John Lear, go, yeah. Yeah. Did he? Has he substantiated that that happened on that last trip? I I can't remember, but I they, uh, they did it three times, right? They did it over three yes. weeks and. That was it. Three weeks of test flight footage, and if I'm right, all the footage is pretty much exactly the same. Yes. So the, the as that guy, like what Ben just said there, as he kind of ratified on it, as he's been like, yeah, I, this can't, is what I, we I did. don't know myself. I can't. I can't rightly remember. I mean, what? The, what why did you associate his name uh, with him, Ben? Is it because he went? He's, 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 he's claimed, claimed to have gone along. Uh, Bob, Lee, yeah, like, John Lee said he did go. So that's quite like. That's a big I mean, deal, in my There's opinion. a difference between him. Did he go and see anything, or did yeah, he just so go? They all like... went. They all like every time they went, they saw stuff. That's quite. Uh, so what? Quite... What happened to that guy? Where did Where did he go? John Lear. I'm trying like, to find it now. Is he just? And th this is the thing with everything with Bob Lazar. It's like he's got all these friends backing him up, and maybe he was just a really because I mean. Again, going back to the psychology of it, at the time mm -hmm. he thought his wife was cheating on him, you become like a little bit paranoid. I mean, we've all had breakups. We all kind of know like the mentality. But yeah. then if, uh, again, no one really knows like how nuclear stuff plays with your fucking head. Like it might, right, it right. might have a psychological effect on you, you know, apart from like absolutely incinerating your bones. <laughs> but he, he might, he might have been like, you know what, let's go, you know, work this kind of shit out. Because if, again, there's no one who can collaborate that. You know, he says he went, but he did he say that he was like, oh, yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw some shit, man. Right, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, so they've been out into the desert. They've seen these uh, lights. Third, third one, uh, third time they go out, they get arrested, basically, by the security forces around 
the um, area. And now, that, again, this is the way they were they were found. Just sounds like something out of, like I said, a naked gun sketch. It just sounds very comical. To which then he says that he's reprimanded, brought into the base and debriefed, and they let him go. Like okay, so he was still working there. So right, they were yes, yeah. yeah okay, well, he was still contracted. He hadn't been told his job was terminated. He was only yeah. ever like brought into the base with a phone call. So he was not contacted to say his contract had expired and that he wasn't welcome anymore. So they brought him back in to the complex or the military base, and they said to him, he claims, uh, they're like, you realise we told you this was confidential, like for a reason. Now. It's and 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 that um, they also mentioned that uh, was he aware that of why they hadn't been calling him, to which they then mentioned that, that we know that your wife's having an affair, so he now finds out about that and the reason that they weren't calling him back in is because his home life was now considered unsteady because his wife was having an affair, um, and psychologically unsteady as well because that like what we were just like I was saying there it's like right. I, are you mentally aware, well enough to work again? Yes. Like, see, the government are nice. They're looking after his best interest. They're like, we don't, <laughs> right. want, we don't, we don't want you like messing around with his nuclear. He's just there, like, oh man, my life's oh. worthless. Putting his finger <laughs> on the end of that pyramid, just like, <laughs> and then he's sucked in, and he's like in fucking Zedla Reticular or whatever it's called. <laughs> but so, um, but this is this is another thing. Like I mentioned about the the way he was captured, it just sounded. No, it's too straight out of a comic book sort of thing. Yeah. And with this, he says that they reprimand him, bring him in, say to him, you realise that was confidential for a reason because those are clearly ships from a completely different planet or we've archaeologically digged them up from wherever that some people have claimed or that he says some people claim that they were from archaeological digs because they were so old and that one had a, 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 a chunk missing out of it. Oh, you realise that's all confidential? And then they let him go? What? Like, yeah. they just oh, they let me go home. R- really? You've, you're, you've just seen these things that, like, you, you shouldn't really be able to comprehend because you've never, ever, ever seen them before and in your reality this shit doesn't exist... And that you've just gone and taken a group of people out into the desert and sitting again, that's them, that's them things. And they just let you go with like do you a, think they don't do it again. Oh, by the way, your wife's cheating on you. There's a door over there. See you later, Bob. Yeah. Do you think they had what? enough stuff on him to, they might have had enough stuff on him at the time. Like, cause like I said, the, the prostitution ring, they right. might have had enough, enough stuff on him then just to be like, look. But again, you also don't know. Like, he hasn't claimed any money from anything. Maybe they just said, look, here's a fucking massive chunk of money. Carry on your story because no one will fucking believe you. Like, they would have said that to him, but imagine they just probably went, oh, there you go. There's a fucking X amount of money. Go and make your fucking fireworks and have your little Burning Man festival in your field with all, <laughs> with all, with all your nerdy pals. And go, look, there you go. There's 20 grand. Go and build another fucking Honda Civic with uh, an F. Six engine in it, engine, or something engine. like that. <laughs> F two so engine. Like, but yeah, that's that's uh, one part of the story where where it then leads to him getting to the point of being in contact with George Knapp and um, yeah. exposing Area Fifty One. That tiny little build up just it f- just doesn't feel right. Even after you've just explained that, JJ, I'm still I'm still like I can't believe they just let you go home. Like you've just I mean, witnessed and shown. When else got to go home, did they? Yeah, well, theory. yeah. Apparently, Barry's stayed there. 
the, no one the, else the has thing ever with the... about it. That's either that's where I get lost. It's like no one else. Yeah, no not one, one other person. Other this person is where the, the like again the psychology part of it comes in. I think because I'm like, it's the same as anything to do with like confidentiality. The mm. the the mentality of people is that I know something more than you. Like you know the uh, you've been to Tenerife, I've been to Eleven Reef. Like there's that kind of there's that <laughs> yeah, kind okay. of idea shed, that I've you're got just two sheds. Exactly, and it's yeah, yeah. It, it's one of them things like. If he is the minority, because there's people who are obviously there, and they mm. probably feel privileged that they're working on, let's say they are working on something Advanced confidential. technology, yeah. Yeah, they're probably like, the kids at college, the colleges that he went to, they're probably like, well, this is the reason why I don't like people. I just like science. And he's right, just yeah. like, well, I do like science, but I also like the idea that I'm, you know, like, yeah. I'm, I'm un unearthing something that's... yeah. Out, of, the, out of this world, done. man. Yeah, yeah. His reaction to it and how what he's done with his knowledge is exactly what his personality would have done. It's, mm. oh, well, if I can't do it, then no one can. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I love Bob, how you're just like, he's a smarmy cunt. I hate him. <laughs> I hate this, this smarmy prick. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's now got to the point where he realises that shit's up at home. His wife's having an affair. He's just been reprimanded by his employers for showing these people UFOs and he's just been told to go home. So yeah. now he's sitting there thinking, I know all of this information. The government also uh, clearly know that I'm breaching confidentiality and, and non-disclosure agreements and this, that, the other. Now it gets to a point where he meets this journalist called George Knapp. I can't recall how George Knapp and Bob Lazar came to meet him, was it? Was it was it... what Ben Ben said about the he saw the newspaper article, yeah. and he said, "You you are fucking mental." Like, and I, th I'm not sure. Again, this is where those lines get blurred because I've heard so many. Or I say heard. It's not like people have told me. Did but, he approach so, George Knapp saying, "I've got information"? Yes, that's what I was I, led I, to believe, I, but I can't yes. remember how. I. So the one thing that stuck out for me the most is the because um, we we haven't skirted over it, but this is one of the this is one of the ones where I'm like this is grasping. But he mm. apparently grabbed some of the the nuclear reactive uh, fucking well, stuff. Yeah. Apparently, just had a put it in it. his jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he kept it in a hol like a like a hollowed out a hockey puck. Yeah, yeah, and it was made of like super mental metal. Again, not the big three, not Megadeth or Slayer. The, <laughs> Mega the other two, the other yeah. shit ones, like I said. But the, um, so he, George Knapp was a pretty big presenter on one of the, the big three. Public access uh, uh, news channel, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But it was a, it was a, it was a good one though. I think George Knapp had briefly worked on CNN, if I'm he was, not George Knapp He was highly regarded, well he is. Yeah, he was an yeah. investigative, investigative journalist and he'd like, um, Paul, uh, like uh, infiltrated mafia gangs and loads of organised crime and stuff but he also liked the alien stuff so he'd always kind of like um, delve in there a bit but he still like he still regarded as an amazing journalist and that's why people right, let him yes. get away with the UFA, UFO stuff because he was so good and yeah. he was so like uh, like he was so on point like he 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 spent something like six months proving that Bob Lazar was who he says he was before he would do the story. 
Yes, yeah. And that's, I think, where the story really starts to sort of, I guess, solidify in a way, like because of the likes of someone like George Knapp getting in contact with him. And obviously, like he said on the Joe Rogan episode with George Knapp, how he became a ufologist in like six months. He like read everything quite like that was on the surface of that sort of like field of information and that he was doing this purely to be able to see like, is this dude really talking like shit or is he really talking the truth? Because I mean, it's hard again, to tell right now. I don't want to be that kind of devil's advocate kind of thing. Like we obviously navigate to, to doing what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> we, we navigate to being what we're doing now is because we all have a general interest in that concept. And I think sure. I can speak for all of us that we, even though the whole, like, everything we've spoke about the last, like, couple of weeks, we don't want... We, it's not that we don't want that... We, we don't want fucking child sex trafficking to be a thing, but we just want to know the truth. And I think the problem is with... I find, like, over the 30-year span that uh, Bob Lazar's met all these people, he's going to meet people with the same interest. So he's right. going to meet people who are just, like... Come on, Joe. Come on, tell. And he's like, yeah, like maybe having a pat on the back from like cool kids, like that the cool kids at high school. Like you can tell Jeremy Corbell or whatever he's called. Yeah, you can yeah. tell he he was like, you can tell he's just like a fucking cool guy, and everyone wants to be around him. And even though they were like, I think I mean, the opposite. For, I, I think yeah, because you don't Bell. like him. He's he's another fucking smarmy cunt you don't like. But <laughs> I I, I, I just... think Corbell is trying his hardest just to be friends with Joe Rogan, and he thought aliens was the way in. The That's only... what I thought That's the first episode was like. like, like the only but, way but now he's sucking him off. <laughs> only way I'm getting on Rogan is if I've got a fucking brilliant UFO story, or if I meet Bob Lazar because he loves Bob Lazar. And he get that's the, I feel like that's the only reason that Corbell is doing what he's doing because he wanted to be Rogan, and now even I mean, starting to look like him. Speaking speaking from like uh, Ben Ben especially like cause you you do this as a, a job like not ufology but you do video production as a job. The Bob Lazar documentary was absolute garbage. Like the the yeah. the part right near the end. Like we'll get onto it, but I'll just speak about this part. There's a part with a text message. Yeah. And, oh yeah and he's like and the, i'm pretty sure there's a thing at the bottom and it was like three minutes later and the fucking time code on the text message is like a different day and a different fucking time you know where he's talking about <laughs> yeah. burying the phone i'm like yeah yeah if you're if you're not a fucking idiot you would have fucking just got rid of that and forgot about it and pretended like it's not there because for one you shouldn't have said that it was an iphone because he was quite obviously using that but two, just get rid of the fucking time code. It was a fucking day later. It was like the first message, 21st of May, like yeah. 2016. Second message, three minutes later. It wasn't three minutes later. It was nearly three fucking days later, mate. Like, get, <laughs> get your fucking shit together. You look like a fraudster. But is he a disinformant guy? Is he like, we talk about like the old disinformants. He's just he's a storyteller. Yeah, I, that's, he's, not, he's not a very good filmmaker, but he's, I think he's got like... He's made money somewhere else, and then he's gone into filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. He seems like sense? a bit of a narcissist. Like he, yeah. he's like, he feels like he's got that. He's probably a Libra. I'm a Libra, by the way, but he's probably got, he's probably got that element of him that's like, um, he's probably Look got that me. element of him where, yeah, just well, seen it. Um, so, I've got that degree. Exactly. Yeah. As a filmmaker, like, well, when I get, well, I, and firstly, I don't go. 
filmmaker, 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 like he yeah. does. He's constantly saying filmmaker. But I, if you turn his chair around, it says Ben Mills director on the back. It does. <laughs> I don't put myself in my fucking films. I don't put myself in. In, but he's all yeah. over that film. He's like the opening scene. He's in the middle of like Salt Flat, putting the yeah. camera down and walking, Just walking. up to him. I'm going. And, he's got Mickey Rourke narrating. Mickey Rourke. Yeah. <laughs> but like Mickey Rourke just absolutely uh, rambling. Bumble, shit. bumble, bumble, shit, bumble. bumble. They, 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 they say that Earth is the only place on this universe, but I know that. You spill your coffee on your knee, then you stub your toe on the door handle. Is that the echoes of the past coming to the <laughs> This is exactly it. That is perfect. It is, isn't it? It's oh, We're going to get done for salad. copyright infringement. Yeah, it's word salad. That's all it is. Turn is Netflix word... off. I can hear Netflix. <laughs> I can That's totally so hear good. Mate, so, I need one of them. I need that. <laughs> so we're now at the point where Bob... Um, is meeting George and uh, like Ben, Ben, you were saying that George Knapp had uh, a UFO section or like a paranormal yeah, he was, he UFO was section on his show. Doing like the paranormal bits and stuff because he loved yeah. all, he was like, he was the guy that brought um, Skinwalker Ranch to the To the to surface, the yes, to, to the, the government. Surface, yeah, because yeah. then uh, Bob Reed, I think it was Bob Reed, brought it off him. Like, Bob Reed stole, basically stole the story off him. Brought, right, yes. Brought the yeah. ranch and then got the government to give him a fuck ton of money to do research on it. Right, of course. Yeah, so I do remember. I think it's Bob Reed or someone like that. Anthony Reed. Something Reed. Yeah. And Lou Reed. Lou, it could be Lou Reed. It's such a <laughs> shitty day. <laughs> um, animal decapitation day. Yeah, so, yeah, so um, George Knapp was heavily into Skinwalker and that, and he knew loads about that. So he, right, he, had, yeah. a, he had a UFO past. And he's continued it on like that's his main bag now. Yeah. So Bob then arranges to go on live television uh, to record, or George Knapp manages to convince Bob to record uh, a testimony video, or at least a video of him explaining absolutely everything after they have done this live uh, TV uh, thing of Bob explaining that, well, he Bob Lazar is in the back of uh, like a van with uh, a silhouette casted on him, and he f- names himself Dennis, and ends up explaining, saying, "Yes, I am a scientist that works at a place called S4 on Area 51. They have extraterrestrial craft in there that's not of this world." Blah blah blah. And as JJ mentioned in earlier in the uh, podcast, uh, you can totally see that it's Bob. Like with, <laughs> without shadow of a doubt, you can see that the shadow. Is in yeah. fact, but uh, Bob Lazar. So George Knapp then. So Bob Lazar has now broken um, the lid on Area Fifty One and this secret military base that exists in the middle of the desert that nobody was aware of at the time. It's now like like we spoke about earlier, right at the beginning of the podcast, how he has just blown the lid on one of the 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 the, the most impossible question to answer, and. It's still just a really surface level sort of thing. Nothing sensational or anything like that. But it it just becomes this global phenomena. And it's to this day, like, we refer to Area 51. And it is all thanks to Bob. It was, like, for instance, in Independence Day, when 
Will Smith's drag or uh, walking across the desert with the alien in behind him or something like that. And he was like, there's a military base in the middle of the desert. And the guy says, it's not on the map. And he's like, trust me, it is. It's kind of like a tiny little nod, Easter egg, wink to Bob Lazar. He's, his expose has now come to a point where it's just changed life in general and what people even perceive their government as, you know? You see, I didn't know... I didn't actually... Well, it's not that I didn't know that, but I also did... So did no one know about... Area Fifty One before Bob Lazar. No, it was just right. a it was just a caged off facility. Uh, it didn't even have the cages at one point. No, like it was just was it new. was bought. That's it was once a people base started of, going there. Yeah, it was built by um, it was bought by the uh, the government. Uh, they bought like one this massive plot of land that belonged to this rancher, and he just owned he owned all of Groom Lake or this area, and he just had a tiny little shack on there. Um, and I think that's to do with what's the very famous uh, place that builds aircraft. I can't remember. Uh, Lockheed and Martin. Lockheed. Lockheed Martin. They bought the plot of land, and it is now uh, our area. I was, I was about to mention that earlier on because they've got yes. really close things with E, G, and G. Or yeah, that's it. They bought the plot of land to, that is now Area Fifty One. So he's just gone and blown the lid off of everything. And what's funny is he then explains that after that live television broadcast happened, he received a phone call from a guy called Dennis that he worked with and that he had picked it, phoned Bob Lazar up and said to him, do you realize what they are going to do to you now? And just hung the phone up and he's never Which heard Which sounds like a, like a threat, right? It does, doesn't it? It really yeah. sounds but like a threat. it was then just threat after threat after threat, right? After that moment, and it was... And this is this is where I mean this is where my kind of knowledge of it is is gone because everything from there in between is basically all you ever pardon me all you ever hear is Bob Lazar didn't want anything to do with it anymore and you hear stuff about how he was like you know he just wanted to have his quiet little life right yeah but, and that's where I kind of go yeah because after that they paid you off man. Like that's where is, he, you, is you, that what you think? You yeah. Had your, yeah, you had your quiet. You've you've had your five minutes of fame. We've paid you off, and carry on your story because it doesn't even touch the surface of what we've got. Like right, yeah. and people people won't believe you anyway. It's like you know what the last week when we were talking about how this fucking YouTube's just like an ancient artifact, and they eventually dig it up, and it's us fucking idiots talking on here about like. <laughs> Like coffins with children in, they're like, oh, there was that. That was what they used to bury people in. I was like, yeah, nah, sock no, tour. no, it wasn't. That's what they used to fucking like put stuff in. Like, no, no, they're coffins now. They're yeah, coffins yeah, that's because we don't have any. We, we don't have any wood left. Like, we literally have to use aluminium because <laughs> we've literally burnt the world to smithereens. We have nothing. Right. But it, it's it's how like after that, that's all I really, apart from the media element of it. Which right, is yeah, the, essentially what we know is the deceptive part of it. Like, yes, yeah. you've got you've got your left and you've got your right saying Bob Lazar, fucking world's biggest idiot, and you've got the right going Bob Lazar, new new speaker of the crazy. Is he right? Like, you yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's, and that's okay, it, it, it's well, it just brings us to where we are today. He blew the lid off of Area Fifty One's existence, and then it just it's just changed like. It's changed. What's the word I'm thinking of? <laughs> it like it's changed the light and lexicon, isn't it? Is it the lexicon? It's, no, it's the zeitgeist. Is it what is? Oh, one something. Of those words? Uh, one of those words. One of those words that we're not intelligent enough to use. But he's just. I like them both. Use them both. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, he's changed the zeitgeist. Or he's changed reality for a lot of people because of the fact that that place could possibly hold answers to are we alone? Like yeah. you said, JJ, religion. Like, the meaning of life to a degree. Do they know My... that we were created yeah. by, like, an experiment or something like that? Like, he never said that he saw aliens and stuff like that. But the fact that he claims that there's these nine different extraterrestrial-based vehicles like that, are, My... that, and some of them are really old. Like my um, one of old, one of they? the guys who works at, um, works at my shop, he's uh, he's ex military, and we we always like we always butt heads about stuff like this because he's like his argument is always um, the government don't have a right to tell you anything about anything like you, anything you find out about the government, chances are it's probably false because it's essentially like a double agent telling yeah, you yeah, something yeah. about it and it's not your right to know it again because of homeland security and like sure. i don't know what our, i don't know what the british one is and like part of MI6. me like i i am starting to kind of i'm starting to like reason with him to an element but yes. then because of where we are now like we talk about technology now like we would never have been able to do what we're doing now like you're in america like yeah, yeah we were yeah. talking we were talking before like it's like 4 hours from my house to ben's house like you would never be able to do this kind of open discussion. And there has been like a massive influx of people doing these things because, because of this, this technology. Yeah, but yeah. 10 years ago or 20 years ago, this would have been conspiracy. Like us doing this would have been conspiracy. But just right. because people have gone, actually, this might benefit us. This, like people speaking openly might benefit us because you're going to get as many as many cranks as you are going to get like people logically speaking like yeah yeah by the, and and i'm not underselling this conspiracy podcast no of course not i'm saying it's you but know what's, uh, and then sort of like i like i said that it kind of brings us to this point in history where we are at the moment but it's only in the like last couple of years where uh the 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 pentagon um have obviously declassified the free videos the tic tac the go fast and the gimbal video um what's incredibly intriguing though that bob lazar mentioned on the joe rogan podcast and because i'm i don't think like an engineer or a physicist or anything like that regards what bob lazar explained in how that they weren't successful in figuring out how this reactor worked and powered this craft they then like put it away let our technology get up to speed or progress a few decades bring it back out let's have a look at it let's see if we understand it going to the expose videos or not expose the declassified videos or particularly commander fravor's one um it's incredible how bob lazar's machine that he was explaining all those years ago how it worked and how this craft worked because of it the sh that craft is clearly being seen by U.S. Navy pilots, uh, sorry, U.S. Air Force pilots on the Nimitz off like the east coast and west coast of America. San Diego, that right. Yeah, that are performing in the same manner as the ship that Bob Lazar claimed to have worked on. And, and him explaining that... Oh, it came to a point we couldn't get the reactor to work, so we just put it few, uh, put it away, let our own reality and technology kind of progress. Let's bring it back out and take a look at it. Him explaining that to me, I was well hearing that explained to me. I was just like, that makes so much fucking sense. How in that amount of time, in thirty years, we haven't seen anything, and then boom, suddenly this there's these craft 
fucking moving around in the sky in ways that Bob Lazar was explaining in like 1989. Have it, you guys have you guys watched um, the uh, UFO trials on Amazon? No, no. I'll have so to it's, check it, that out. it's it's trial. It's called UFO trials or trials of a UFO um, investigator or something like that. Right. What one of the interesting things that I pulled from that was in. In the late 1800s, there was multiple sightings of what a guy described as um, what would now be seen as like a steampunk hot air balloon. Whoa! So like a, a like a Zephyr essentially. Right. Yes. Yeah. And and there was multiple sightings of it in the late 1800s. So the Zephyr was like I think it was like early 1900s something like that. Uh, like for anyone who doesn't know what Zephyr is, it's basically just a giant balloon with a little like command center underneath but so as soon as i saw that i immediately was just like what you were just saying there about how bob lazara talked about these military um engineered things that we didn't yeah. know about and now we're seeing loads of them so in that idea i would be like well maybe they are military and they're just testing them just to see you know for instance like if you go back to like the the nazi bell which was yes. like this I mean, I I don't I don't know I don't even know if this is legit. I don't know if the video I've seen is legit. But have you seen that really like it's probably like twelve frames a second, and it's Oof. like a it's like a UFO and it's held held down by chains in like um and it's got the swastika on the side, and it's legit. No, right. It's like it, have you never? Seen, it's fucking mental. It's like a probably like twelve maybe twenty frames a second. Di like was obviously, it's like lock. Um, it's the it's what they no. call the Nazi bell, which was yeah. um, apparently. That's and this crazy. is it. it. It's fucking mental. Like the, it, it basically is like how you would imagine a UFO, or yeah. how we imagine a modern UFO, but a little bit taller on the top, like a bit more like a, a hat. And it's okay. on these chains, and it's in this like small room, and it's like that. Like it, it looks unstable. Like you wouldn't fly it. It literally looks like the Wright brothers when they were flying that fucking like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was, um, you know, and it's just like all over the fucking place. And that yeah, was in like nineteenth. I the thing is again, it, it's hard to say. I saw that and I was like, that makes sense. But then yeah. if someone says it's a hoax, it's equal to somebody saying that everything Bob Lazar's talking about is a hoax. So right, at the yes, time, yeah. you you can't go back and be like. If you went back there and there was probably like, hello, I am fucking, I don't know, Heimlich, Heimlich Blanza. I am your German host today. I have just made this massive bell-shaped thing. Flying craft. Yeah, exactly. And back then, though, they'd just be like, fuck off and shoot him straight in the face. <laughs> you know? Because they didn't have the internet then. They were like, where, where is Heimlich gone? Yeah. Heimlich has gone to the eternal gods in the sky. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And it, it's, it, it, it's easy it to pass sense. it off. Right, you know, exactly. It's easy, it's easy just to shuffle it under the floorboards. And I think the thing with... I'm, I'm with, like... I don't know how you feel about Jeremy, but I'm, I'm with Ben on that because I feel like he's just a guy who's just trying to cash in on, a, like, 30 years do, of torment yeah. this guy's got. Yeah, and I, like, I, 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 I agree. And he's I, and the thing is, he's been on Jeremy, uh, not Jeremy Corbyn. He's been on uh, Joe Rogan three times. <laughs> yes, he's, yeah, he's been <laughs> he's been with Jeremy Corbyn, that fucking Labour guy, giving <laughs> us three days work. 
Where's the economy now? I think he's from around here, but um, but oh. yeah, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's like three three appearances is Alan Joe Rogan, which yeah. is probably more than some of Joe Rogan's best mates. And it, and it does make sense that uh, we are seeing Bob Lazar more now, purely because of obviously that the UFO disclosure that has officially occurred, and the fact that one of the ships acts in the same manner as what Bob Lazar yeah. had been explaining for years, even even with the uh, heart-shaped aura that he even drew out on the uh, on his diagrams yeah. of the ship he was working on as to how the reactor's um, gravitational field works. And it's in that gimbal video. You can see, you can see the, the, the wave form around the, uh, the, the ship. So it's no surprise that, I don't know, people are probably trying to cash in on Bob. And granted, I did see on Bob's um, United Nuclear uh, website that you can actually buy some Bob Lazar merchandise, which has come out in unison with Jeremy Corbell's documentary. I like a lot of people sit there and say, "Oh, he's, he, he doesn't cash in on it," and this, that, the other. He's clearly, and he deserves yeah. it. I, 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 yeah, I exactly. Heard, I was listening you to another cash podcast. In on it. Yeah, I've listened to another podcast, uh, and they were sitting there saying that, like, like, oh, he's, but he's that he says he's not making a profit, but he's selling this and he's selling that. It's like that, during that those that like period where he exposed um area 51 and up until now i don't remember seeing bob lazar turn up at comic-con and just sitting there and there was bored in the background going ufo guy do you want to autograph bob lazar bob yeah lazar? i i agree bob lazar. like i agree with that. there's none of that what i see bob doing at the moment i'm like you said jj the guy's been tormented for years and years and years like let him cash in on something what's that i can get photocopies of my um alien ship that i drew with my my signature on it for 50 dollars or whatever Pfft, all right then, he's okay. probably like how old is he now like probably about 62 60s. 62 yeah okay so he's like in the event i mean he's not gonna last a 90 like no that amount of nuclear waste that he's been around he'll probably be dead next week and then there'll be some <laughs> fucking wild conspiracy about that like bob lazar found skinless and it's just like at, at Skinwalker no. Ranch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with clean cut marks down his ribs but they weren't clean they were used a serrated knife and wearing a pair um, of OG socks yeah, one really? yeah 20% off there we go OG's I'll put, I'll put, I, know, I just went like that I'll pass one down to Dean and hopefully the oh. postal service has arrived <laughs> Ben will superimpose them into your hand um, one thing that um has recently come around. I saw an article the other day was um, before we get past everything was that they have now said that there is more videos coming. Like more, Apparently, uh, yeah, more yeah, declassified like, videos on the way, yeah. I, Tom, Tom DeLong said, so I'm going to put my hands up. I invested into the Stars Academy. Like I've got like Good for you, dude. Eight, 80 shares in it. And yeah. at the moment, the shares have doubled. Like I didn't do it for that, but just yeah. saying, I'm not, a, I'm not an idiot. Well, I am, but they're they're saying like a hundred new videos are coming like soon. One of the ones that Fravor talks about, which I'm super interested in, because there, it, Bob Lazar in one of one interview he talks about when he saw the the thing come on Groom Lake, not come on Groom Lake, but like <laughs> land, land. Ah! <laughs> His wife's gutted. She's like, "That's my little green baby." Like. He said it landed on Groom Lake and then it like he said it felt like it shut off power and Ooh. it floated there like there's um he speaks I, 
don't know if it was Joe Rogan, but he speaks about it on something, and he says it felt like it was. He said this almost is Tom like Belong, sorry. No, no, no. This is uh, Bob Lazar. Oh, he sorry, he was, right, yeah. It, it felt like it was almost floating. Like he he said with like other things, like with the with the. So they always talk about the heat signature, don't they? On, right. on, oh, on yes, UFOs. Yes. Yeah. And he said on these on all these like uh, Nimitz videos, there's no there's no heat signature. It yeah. moves. It's like and somebody says, oh, it's a bird. I'm like, come on, mate. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure the fucking technology is, but like, oh, another bird. Yeah. And then sell it. But yeah. he talked about how it, it kind of stopped. And it's on one of the... He talks about it on one of the three uh, flight videos on the on the, Wen- on yes. the Wednesdays. And yeah. he said it almost stopped. And he said it was like just floating. Mm. I don't know if someone was knocking on my door then. Get well probably. Uh, I heard something yeah. then. <laughs> They're coming for you, JJ. Might have been my cat. Um, but anyway, yeah, he said it completely stopped and it was like literally there. The one thing that Fravor says was that that thing he said, he did. I'm pretty sure in in uh, the unclassified, the uh, sorry, unidentified, unidentified. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Tom DeLong thing, he said he felt like like a, a nauseous feeling, and then he said it was all just it all just stopped, and he said because obviously he was in a plane, so yeah. you've got to imagine th- those planes have got to travel. At a certain speed to stay elevated. Of but course, yeah. We imagine it as like because he said it, it mirrored his how he was Movements, moving. Yeah, yeah. But if they're moving at the same pace as him and they're mirroring, but he said at one point when that thing touched the ground, he said it almost stopped, and he said he felt like a complete like wave of like like calm. And then another another uh, fighter pilot guy said. That's what it feels like when you're about to like pass out from G-force. Oh yes, of course, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, has the guy just like literally gone like G-force, like loopy? Has he just gone mental and he's just like? Mm. But that was the interesting thing for me that he said that he felt that that thing stopped, but then there was like a vibration under the. I'm just doing it on camera, but yeah. under the. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> rusty trombone in a guy. <laughs> but, <laughs> He said, like, the water was shaking, but then the yeah. thing above it had stopped. He said it was yeah. almost like it was just, like, and like vibrating. Similar... But the... Didn't he say the... that it, it felt like it noticed him at first, though? It... Yeah, he, and it mirrored, it, and then he, he, flew, went... he flew up, and it mirrored it mirrored his movement. And which yeah. is you like... say, was, was you saying that Bob Lazar explained a craft that acted the same way? Bob Lazar said in, on one of the test flights, like the second or third one, he said it almost came right down to ground. And this yes. is what I thought you were talking about with the military guys coming with the green light because that's what I thought I heard, but maybe I just misheard what he was saying. No, no, but that's I thought, I thought, called, yeah. I thought he said it came down to a level and then it kind of, he said it felt like something had changed. You know, like when, like I said before about like when oxygen the is cop- sucked out of somewhere and you're just like, yeah, yeah. Or the energy is sucked out of somewhere. He said yeah, yeah, it felt yeah. like it stopped, and then I'm. I think he said it either disappeared, or the lights went off and there was nothing there anymore. So, right, like yeah. in my mind, that would be either going underwater or because you know when you, well, of you course, go underwater, yeah. it again it a second stops. craft, a second craft, exactly the same as what yeah. Bob Lazar had explained, and we're seeing it in disclosed like videos. So it's like it's we're obviously coming up to the end mark with the fact that that as like i said at the start of this podcast it's a very thin veil of a story it's nothing like super super crazy yeah. explosions and blah, like 
it's just a very basic story, but it's it has had like the biggest impact on life. It kind of yeah. for me, it's the story that that kind of underpins all the other stories. Like it all comes back to what Bob said. If you know what I mean? Yes, like, yes. Yeah. Especially like the Commander Fravor stuff and George Knapp stuff in the future. Like it, it all always it tick a box. Like oh, Bob said that. Bob said that. Yeah. Bob did. Yeah. That. It's like Bob Bingo. Like yeah. UFO disclosure is literally like Bob Bingo. You know when the uh, you know when the Ewoks uh, find C three PO and they like put him on that chair. Yes. Like yeah. I can imagine that's what's going to happen in like the next twenty years. All those like green men come down and they're like Bob Lazar will shake hands with the guy who had, had an affair with his wife and he'd be like, "I'm sorry, man. We just had to do this to get the story out." And then they'll all be like, "Bob, Bob, Bob, Bob," and then like they'll just take him off in a big fucking. Hakabar or whatever it was called, Kahaba, and it'll just going fly like, off. Yeah, and then they'll just forget like, about all of us lot, and we'll just fuck be fucked. We'll just be. Did you hear? So on that, obviously on that George Knapp podcast, they go in a rabbit hole a bit, and there's another one uh, with some guy as well, which we should touch on as well. Some guy talking about aliens, but I think it basically it comes down to the fact that. No one knows whether aliens are just future versions of ourselves. Oh yeah, uh, when they got oh when they got into that, and Joe right. Rogan was explaining how yeah, like it could be our future selves. Have, the muscles that over time have got smaller, our heads have got bigger, our eyes have got bigger, our skin's we're got like taking in lighter. information quicker, like yeah. than ever oh, before. Oh my god, it's yeah. it, but, just just you, imagine, just you imagine explain that. that though. But that sounds plausible. It also the concept of mate. like. The, the concept of like they it's, it's horrifying like briefly pulled in by like string theory and stuff mm. are they the idea is that i mean obviously i i'm presuming you've both seen interstellar like absolutely yes. fantastic film and it's mm. like it blows your mind but the generation before us like our parents and like maybe our grandparents they don't even get they don't even touch on that so mm. like the concept the concept that They've taught us everything we know, and that's essentially passed on to us, and we know that. Like, of course you would. Like, if somebody said to you, what do they always say, like, um, about... I, everyone always says, oh, I wish I knew now what I knew... Uh, I wish I knew back then what I know now. Yes, That's the yeah. fucking first thing you It's like fucking uh, Marty McFly, the, the almanac. <laughs> right, yes, of course. Go yeah. back and give... And then it fucks it up. So I'm just like, don't fucking do it. Just let us die. Let us go in our fucking... So now uh, we're just like getting metal, metal coffins and, you know. <laughs> My Wayfair bed, uh, bedside get table, off, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's off to get raped. Now this, now this is like leading us into the like time travel fucking like uh, area of things. Like, are, is it our future selves coming back, keeping an eye on us, being like, let's just drop a few craft like for archaeological digs and just see if yeah. they like find well, them. They're on the bridge. If they... they if they're going back, they would have been going back for years to do it. So like, we ha maybe they've we've had to do it. Say, so, look, we need to give them a little bit of a leg up because yeah, yeah. they need to move quicker because if they don't get to this point in time, we're not going to exist. Yeah, that's right. right. I think we should. I think we should do a. I think we should do a um, a charity podcast and just see how long we can do it before before we go <laughs> mental. <laughs> like let's let's see if we can do it for that long that we can physically like we meditate that much we can go back to the beginning of the podcast <laughs> and tell us like, just keep do it. yeah just keep doing it don't do this because 
what you were saying there is like it's fucking insane like you know we we we've all week we've just been like what the fuck is this what and like donald trump's bragging about the next eight weeks are going to be like the fucking they're going to be the big daddy of exposing everything it's not it's going to be like well everything's fine yeah nothing's ever going to come out because obviously he says he knows something and he goes and they go if you say this you're going to be killed and he doesn't yeah Because there, there, there's someone said there's rumours that, um, like this is really rabbit holey right now, but that (laughs) do it that uh, Donald Trump is potentially a time traveller, or Ah. his uncle is a time traveller, and he is that is why so many assassination attempts of Donald Trump have failed, and apparently he's been they've they've tried loads recently, like since. Donald Trump's uncle John Trump brought or was handed Nicholas Tesla's um, books and his his research and he then time travelled and he's that's the reason Donald Trump is where he is now that's the reason that Donald Trump is um, able to avoid any of these attempts on his life Um, I think that might crazy. be a fall of Cabal, or it might have something ah! to do with fall of Cabal. Ah, it all goes sure. around in a circle. It might be something I've watched after that. Right, but yeah, yeah. Obviously, and everyone's saying that Trump is signalling to Q and stuff like that. And oh, and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Jeez, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, if eight week, in eight weeks, if we get all these leaks and stuff, then, then he is Christ, a time we'll, traveller. We, we'll have a hell of a lot of, well, we'd have to do some bumper episodes or something. Fuck me. Yeah, this I was going to say, life was stressful for Dean before, now it's going to be even more stressful it's for Dean. Like, Dean, you've got to get up at 6am now and do the <laughs> fucking podcast. It's 4am here. Come on. <laughs> JFK Jr. is QAnon. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, right, so I mean, what, what was it that I was watching where they were talking about how Baron Trump is like, like an absolute genius? Is that... Baron Trump is a... Right, so there are, yeah, Baron Trump, have you not seen, have you not seen, like, there's some fucking idiots, like, Trump, Trump advocates that are idiots, right, but it's a guy, and he's like, he's basically put all the Trump children on his, on the back of his t-shirt, but he's got all the dates wrong, and this guy's, like, shooting him down, but they're saying that Donald Trump's son is gonna be, like, the fucking head honcho, he's gonna be the guy, he's gonna be the one who changes the world. Jesus Christ. And, And the thing is, like, if, like, I've been in, like, situations where I'm just, like, if there's fucking weird people, I'm just, like, my mum's, like, lovely, she'll speak to everybody, and my dad's just, like, he's just not bothered, he's just, like, I just, like, go and speak to them for a bit, and, like, and then I kind of weigh up what they're saying, and I'm listening, and I'm, like, oh, actually, they're nice people. Kind of, like, cuts that chit-chat out. So then I go and speak to them, and my mum's, like, you're the fucking one who's, I mean, obviously you guys know, but, like, you're the one who fucking speaks a lot, but I'm, like, no, I fucking, I fucking bide my time, I, like, Put them guys off and like, you know, and this is the thing. I think that's what Donald Trump's done because someone was talking about Donald Trump's interview that he does with his son and everyone's saying oh, yeah, like, when he was everyone's like, yeah. talking about how he's fucking like Donald Trump's son is like super intelligent. Like, and, and you just like, cause he's fucking intelligent. He's been brought up in the richest schools. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know much about the Trump dynasty, but 
from what I gather, his dad was a bit of a turd. Everyone doesn't <laughs> like Donald Trump because his dad was a turd. And then everyone's like, with this other kid, he's just like, oh, he's a millennial. So, well, maybe not a millennial. He's, he's probably general, like... Gen Z, isn't he? Or something, Gen Z, like yeah. So yeah, he's probably yeah, like yeah. our age, right? Is he? No, is he? I think so, what, maybe. Oh, no. What, yeah, um, the one who's... The youngest. <laughs> the one, No, the one who's like the one that everyone's oh, like... Oh, Donald Trump Jr.? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what, the wanker? <laughs> yeah, oh, right, shock. he's the wanker, is he? Yeah, I, I'm getting confused. Cause... No, they're talking about Baron Trump, the youngest in Milan. He's like 14, right? Isn't he? Yeah, oh, he's, he's just fucking... addicted to Apparently... Minecraft. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I built an empire, Danny. <laughs> Apparently, he's an absolute G like, when it comes to intelligence and stuff. Like, and he's but kids like... kids are fucking intelligent these yeah. days. Like, you look well, at. My niece is, uh, she's eight, she can code. I can't code. What? <laughs> she can code. They teach wow. you but. Can she build a flux capacitor? In yeah. Minecraft, she can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but right, let's not get... Yeah, God, I know, get, we're just... Let's not get too far like, away from right, what we're so getting to. We're trying to wrap it up. What does everyone think? Right, now we've discussed it as a group. What does everyone think of Bob Lazar's story? And... So, I, I, I believe uh, I'm still 75% in Bob's corner. Uh, I, I... The story is utterly convincing. To me, uh, loose ends do seem to have connections to where they're meant to go, if that makes any sense. Um, I do find it very strange that there isn't any evidence of his past education, but that is like incompar incomparable in his knowledge of uh, these craft that he was working on. Um, uh, the 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 the, the, uh, the military base area 51 and the location of s4 like he was all aware of all of these particular things he knows a lot of shit that he shouldn't know about and he's a very convincing person if it is a lie it is one of the best pieces of method acting that has ever 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 happened or it's the truth and it looks like it is slowly but surely becoming truth that's my but that's how I how I feel about him. Uh, I'm with Dean like hundred. Well, not with Dean on the percentage. I'm I'm probably about 90 percent, ten percent, and mm. I was a hundred percent until this week, um, because obviously with these elements, I just seen Ben's face just like. Ben's like, don't believe it, don't believe yeah, it. Fact, yeah, he's, he's 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 wonky backstory and his crimes and yeah. Let JJ finish, you know. I'll, I'll, I I was I was like I I was a hundred percent, but now I'm like maybe like ninety ninety percent ten percent because I feel that like his the the things against him aren't good enough to like warrant him as being a dece a deceiving person like right. Every every human wants to have sex. That's fine mm -hmm. if he wants to pay for sex which he probably paid for using the money from fucking blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's one of them. Like, that's the only thing they've got against him. Like, oh, he liked to prostitute and he wanted to help some girls out make bigger, like, not make bigger prostitutes, not like scientifically make <laughs> massive <laughs> prostitutes. <laughs> yeah, maybe he was a, like, he liked being prostitutes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He just liked people sitting on his face. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm 100% on this story. Like, it, the, the one thing which debunkers always go to is the Joe Rogan thing. And I think 
for somebody who's had that much pressure and that much oh, like thing in his right. life, and he's got he's got that thing in his life where everybody's trying to prove him wrong. Like yes, if someone yeah. you you can meet people straight away and you can immediately and it's weird. Like I feel like like not with us, but I feel like when uh, the lockdown thing was happening and you have like webcasts and stuff, there's you can still feel that energy regardless yeah. of yeah. whether it's whether you're there. So then it kind of proves like is AI like intervening with this, but you can always prove that you can always feel like there's somebody like trying to get you or put you down. And I think yeah. the problem is with um, Bob Lazar is he's probably always got his little shield up and he's always like, you know, I don't feel comfortable with this. The whole migraine thing, it was the same with the Tom DeLonge one. Like yeah. Tom DeLonge was like, I've got this stuff, can't tell you about it. Three yeah. months later, he came out of it, and no one went. Oh, sorry, Tom DeLonge for fucking shooting you down. Right, just yeah, kind of I'm still bitter scuttled, about that. Scuttled her back by yeah, their keyboards, you know and I was just. Joe Rogan was a complete prick to Tom DeLonge. Yeah, he was on that yeah. episode, and I felt like he was. I felt like he was like that with the Corbell uh, on the first one. I felt really? like that's not what. With he, Bob, yeah, though, but not with Bob. No, not with Bob because no, the no. thing is, Joe Rogan. I think Joe Rogan saw the fact that Bob Bob's story was legit, but he didn't see. Th- uh, Jeremy's intention as legit being pure. towards yes. Bob. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think yes. that, that's the difference between like psychology and the truth. Like Bob might fully believe that everything he saw and everything he did, and that makes it sound like I don't believe that, but he no, might I fully believe. Your... Yes, he might believe everything's real, and that's the difference. You can tell whether someone's intentions are like what you yeah. said. Pure, yeah, are yeah, pure. Yeah. And the the problem is, you can tell with that Corbell guy. I've, but I now am starting to feel okay for the uh, the Corbell guy because I think he probably he went was, in going, I can make loads of money. Him. Yes. Yeah, And now exactly. he's really got himself into, into just, the situation. I just don't like him because he feels like a hype man. Why yeah. Why is he always there? Why didn't he just get... Why didn't he just get George Knapp on his own? I feel like he's running some sort of like syndicate where it's he's to like, do with the look, film is he gets on Rogan because obviously they people pay to go on Rogan, right? To promote stuff, so he's obviously yes. promoting his films because he was promoting the Bob film. He, uh, he's doing something with Commander Fraser and Fraser. He's doing and and night and uh, Skinwalker film as well. That yeah, he's hunt. Doing. No, he's done it. It's here hunt for the yeah. Skinwalker. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's shit. Yeah, it's no, it's good. awful. It's dog yeah. shit. Apparently the book's amazing. Lo- loads of footage. Again, that one where he's like, sorry, I'm digressing, but if anyone wants <laughs> to watch it, that part where he's like, you got any proof of it? It's like, no, we looked at it and then we moved the camera away and then we looked back and it had been dismantled. I'm like, right. oh yeah, because right, you, yeah. you can't do that on fucking DaVinci Resolve. Free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can do that on my fucking, I can do that on iMovie on my mobile phone. It's not fucking hard. So you're, you're a Bob fanboy, JJ. I, I, I'm like... I'm Waving swaying. I'm sw- I'm swaying. Yeah, I'm swaying, Bob. Like ninety percent, Bob. I think the ten percent of the haters, like the yeah. haters, are starting to make me feel like I hate Corbell. Like that's it. Like I like yeah. Jeremy uh, Bob. Bob Lazar. Bob's yeah, yeah. fine. How about you, Ben? I'm, <laughs> see, I'm fifty-fifty. I think. Mm. With Bob. I'm 50/50 of course he is. Story, <laughs> I I can't. I, I, I I believe that he was there, 100%, because there's no proof that he wasn't there. And there's right. no proof of anything he did. What what was he doing if he wasn't there for six mm. months? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like I said, I was sceptical on that. But what was he doing? So maybe I'm more than that. Maybe I'm more... 
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Believe in Bob. But, believe in the Bob. I believe in the Bob, but I, I believe in the what Bob. was he doing if he wasn't there? Like, there's no, there's no one going, well, no, actually, he couldn't have been there because he was here doing this Yeah, we've got people. credit card records of this here, and he That's was... Because if, if I was the government trying to debunk him, and go, well, no, you weren't here because this is your record of you working here, so you weren't, fuck off. Mm. You've got to remember, though, it was, only, it was only, like, just over a year of his life, and it was, like, yeah. 26 is that right? 24, 25, 6? Oh, I, I believe him. I believe that he believes, 100% oh. that he believes it. This, he, everyone that talks to him, anyone that interviews him just goes, well, you, he's telling the truth, whether it's yeah. the truth or not. <clears throat> he believes he's telling the truth. Um, what I don't... I just don't know. I don't... Because the MIT thing, like, I believe that the government can wipe out your past. And you're here. Yeah, of course. It's like it's on a computer. They just delete, and they go MIT. If you don't delete this, we are not going to fund you. You've got to say this happened, or we won't mm. fund you. And professor, you're you're going to lose your tenure. You're going to lose your job. Mm -hmm. We're going to ruin you if you don't say that Bob didn't work. Of course, because those because those scientists are the people like who are coming and making their rockets. Yeah, right. Those we MIT scientists are the like people who are making their fucking because they can't get Nazis anymore. That's the thing. They can't yeah. like just. They can't bribe the Nazis into coming to fucking do it anymore, can they? Because exactly. all the Nazis have gone. Well, there's another conspiracy. Yay. Let's just say that George Bush Sr. and is Hitler's son. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh 100%. my Christ. Stop. Yes. And Prescott Bush is his adopted father and they needed someone to get this son out from... But anyway, we digress. Uh, yes, guy, but Dean, you need to see the picture. You need to see the picture. Anyway, you should, you should see him sat on fucking Hitler's lap. Um, <laughs> I, I do believe Bob. Um, I just but only fifty percent. I can't fully believe the whole story. Um, I, I don't know what he, if he what he saw was real, whether he was working with aliens or not, or mm. spacecraft. I believe that he went to S4 and I believe him and I believe that he believes what he said, but I, I don't believe fully that it was alien spacecraft he was working on. Right. But so are you, are, you on the, are you on the idea that the craft that he was working on 
was <laughs> of this planet. No, I don't believe he was working on anything like that at all. I think he might be really a bit up. I think he might be making that. Up. So that's, but that's him making all of it up then, because no, it's not. that is he. No, it's just what he was working on there. I reckon he was working on something way more boring, like rockets or something. <sighs> way more boring. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like, I know this I is like I our. Just, I, I just... know this is our wrapper, but this is our arguments between ourselves. Like yeah. that. <laughs> that doesn't to me that doesn't make sense like at all it he's a fucking scientist like it can't have been more boring because those guys find the most like everything so like life and everything well, so boring it must have excited him I, something yeah, must have been like what the fuck is this thing i can't that makes... imagine that he would still be alive today if he would if it if it was something more if it was actually what he came out and said but that's one person coming out of one place. That's This is why I'm thinking, if all of a sudden a mass... You know, like, for instance, now all these celebrities are getting offed and all these yeah. people are dying. It's because it, there's more than one person speaking about it. And the, yeah, yeah. the thing is with Bob Lazar, it, all right, it's just one guy. We could argue mm. that the other guys have been offed. But yeah. they probably haven't been. Like, it's probably... They're probably just... what What's the... Um, it's like innocent until proven guilty kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, like if yeah. one person comes forward for your defence, you're probably guilty. If like multiple people come forward and say, no, he's, you know, he's a good guy, then they all die. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, th that's my, like, that's my thought on it. Like, well, I, I, yeah, I, I think as well, Bob, Bob, he said on Joe Rogan that he was more interested in the technology than the fact that, it could have been belonged to a different like planet. Yeah. He was like, "This is des this is what mankind needs. Like this this technology is incredible." And that's that's why I believe him as well because he wasn't like, "Oh, great men in Zay reticular." Yeah, it was just look at this like technology. It's incredible. The same as Fravor, Commander Fravor said that instead of what was that thing? Where did it come from? His first words it. were, "What was that thing? Yeah. I want to fly it." Those and it's, and it's like better that. than us, and that's yes. what the and that this is what is kind of the the kind of like the the pushing of the alien thing for uh, Bob Lazar, like the because it feels like the story where he saw that dummy was like a later story. It doesn't feel like it was part of the original concept. No. And this is the like what you were saying about the Fravor thing. They're more interested because they're fucking militant people who are concerned right. about their government and their people's well-being. Yeah. yeah. Bob Lazar's not because he's like, you've met these fucking... Like, I used to... My mum used to take in, um, like, uh, not squatters. She didn't live in a squat. She used to take in, like, kids who had been chi uh, kicked out of foster, their houses. Foster care. And that, kind yeah. of, but not. They, they just used to, like, come and lodge at our house. Yeah, One yeah. of them was, like, um, a Microsoft engineer. Like, he, he got a degree. And this was before, like, they just gave him away. And wow. he could fucking... He could reprogram computers, but he used to fucking reboil his tea in a fucking microwave. Because he's a fucking idiot. Like, you could just pour <laughs> it out and make it... I mean, I'm sorry if anyone does that at home, but... I understand he used what to, you like, mean. He used to, like, put his tea, like, cold water in a teacup and then put it in the fucking microwave. Because he has no common sense. And Bob Lazar seems to me like one of those guys, like, yeah. just somebody who's just, I'm like, work on aliens, but so involved time, with science. Yeah, he yeah. has no... Yeah, he's like, he probably opened a brothel because he didn't know what fucking sex was. They were probably just like, we're sex workers, Bob. And he's just like, what? 
He's like, what? yeah. What element's you know, like, that? Yeah. You put S P E R M into a fucking woman and she comes out with B A B Y. And that's it, Bob. What's He's that? Like, uranium, what? Nic- you put uranium, <laughs> nickel, and copper. What? what? <laughs> Got that fucking Bob, idiot. Exactly. <laughs> Just get in, Bob. I've seen that long, geeky length. Get it inside me. He does it. Like I don't know why all these prostitutes are from Yorkshire. He's Get him inside me, Bob. He looks like a man with big hands, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, big exactly. Big Size twelve feet. Yeah, big old. Well, if you big the fucking you, you see those fucking like weird porno versions of like the Incredible Hulk, where he's just like yeah. being scientific, and the next thing, his body's normal colour, but his dick is massive, long, and green. <laughs> Fuck it. Maybe you haven't seen that. No, 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 no. I don't. No. I don't want to put that in my browser history. Well, mm. I wouldn't. So. We've got two, four, one. On the fence. On the fence. Only then you're always on the fence. Someone's got to be on the fence. Uh. I was hoping that like you two would be like, I don't believe him and I believe him. And I could be like, I'm in the middle. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but no, you both fucking believe him. I, 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 like I said, I don't not believe him. I just don't. I just. <clears throat> I feel like more people either would have come forward or he would have been killed. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, right. I get that. 100%. Get I that. Do, right. But anyway, I'd like to thank our sponsors, OG Socks. Hey, OGSocks.co.uk. Promo code NAC. NAC, if you didn't know that, 20% off. They do, is it just the fast food socks they do, or do they do. No, socks? they do loads of socks. Uh, we're talking to them about doing um, a Not Another Conspiracy Cast uh, pair of socks, which would be cool, man. Cool. Would be cool. That would cool. Be dope. Yeah, but they do loads of other cool gangster ones as well. Um, <laughs> I would go get them, but it's just in my other room in my bungalow in the room next to me. But can't, I'm I'm drunk again, as you can probably tell. I'm slurring. Tell. <laughs> um, it's, it's Wednesday night, man. Who cares? Join the Discord. The links are in the description. Uh, Hell yeah. We, we we are active in there, and we are we get our minds blown every. 25 to 30 minutes by someone posting <laughs> yeah. a link in there and we do watch them all and we do go crazy on them and uh please speak more about adrenochrome yeah Adrenochrome. i really want to do a fall of cabal episode but i think we need to watch that a few more times but i want to maybe we'll do another news article news episode next week depends what happens i guess yes of course uh i'm gonna be watching <laughs> the fall of cabal after this so <laughs> dean, dean's oh, like i've got a week off mate i are doing this shit <laughs> dean watch i just want a night of chilling i don't want to think about kids i'm gonna put my phone on silent uh and do not disturb but in the morning if i don't have over 300 messages on all <laughs> platforms going oh my god why aren't you awake i need to talk to someone about fall of cabal <laughs> It's so good. Celine Dion, high priestess of the church. She's looking even worse, though. Everyone's just like, the problem is, like, you speak, I know, God, we're going into it again, but people speak about that. She's just fucking old, man. Like, you know, she had a a prime when she was like 20. Exactly. Because she looked pretty good until three years ago. Well, she still looked ugly as fuck. She still looked ugly as fuck. I'd I'd still bang her, to be fair, man. Like, she's... Story. they, They saw her coming... They made her come out, and I don't know what this like weird oh, perspective yeah. thing she is. But like she came out in that like bear suit, house. and I was like, "Fuck, I'd still have her, man." <laughs> also, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, oh, thank you, OG Socks. Thank you, yep. Dean. Thank you, JJ. Anything else you'd like to say before we go? 
No, I think I'm all good, mate. Team Thanks Bob, so. baby. We Team love you, Bob. 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 Epstein didn't kill himself. Think about Bob Thank you, Mickey Please. Rourke, as well, for signing us, for sign, <laughs> seeing us off the podcast. We appreciate you. Please leave in. that in. Please leave yeah, that in. Leave it's it so in. good. <laughs> Mickey, we got Mickey Rourke on the episode. Back, that is a light brown. Uh, <laughs> 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 Without the flag.